and this is episode 47 of the Galactic Dads podcast. Today we got great news coming out, hot breaking news from Disney+, Plus. lots of new Star Wars shows announced, movies, and a whole bunch more. John is dying to tell us about Mandalorian, so we're going to get to that as well. We'll talk about some new Marvel movie news that I cannot believe there's more and more rumors and actual confirmed casting decisions being made. We'll talk about what's got everybody up uh, in a riot over new uh, Batman character casting and so much more, including dad jokes, beers of the week, and daddy issues. So let's get started. Five, four, three, two, one. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? The Galactic Dads Podcast. A podcast by Geeky Dads, talking about all things geek, dad life, I am the father, and beyond. Language. And welcome back, everybody. Unless this is your first time listening, in that case, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we are the Galactic Dads Podcast, of course, your dad destination for all things geek, dad life, and beyond. Of course, that includes bits of dad advice for your dad life, comics, video games, TV shows, movies, and whatever else strikes us as worthy to talk about. So, of course, we're going to hit all that, and we hope you enjoy the show. I am B. I am back every episode, almost. Uh, but, of course, I am not alone. Today, I'm joined by uh, two pretty cool dudes, one of them to my immediate right, that is Justin. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's going on, guys? Having a wonderful day. A lot of news coming out. A lot of stuff coming out pretty fast for a Thursday. Oh, yeah. I couldn't believe that. Of course, by the time this gets published and is out, it will be Friday, and we'll have like eight more casting uh, confirmations from Spider-Man 3. A but, trillion more news to come in, too. Well, well, we'll get into that. They will officially announce that the Japanese Spider-Man from the 70s will be returning for this film. It's going to be crazy. We'll talk about that later on in the show. Uh, but first, we have to tell you who else is in the room because we can't forget him. It's Jedi John. What's going on, buddy? Oh, how's it going, guys? Hey, very, exci- very, very excited I, today. I can tell how excited you are to be back and on a great day to do it, too, with all the news that came out. All kinds of great stuff. Can't wait to get to it. And by the time we're done recording this, you'll be able to go home and probably watch chapter... What, what are we on now? Dude, I can't what, keep up. What do you got? It'll be 15. Is it 15? Yeah, episode 7 this year. That's right, because Ahsoka was 13, the Jedi, and mm-hmm. then we had the tragedy in 14, and 15 gives us... Oh, we're, we're that's the penultimate episode. Yes, it is. We are moving fast. And I am Lots excited. To cover. There's going to be so much good stuff. All right, guys. Can't help it. We're trying to bridle this excitement. Uh, as you can tell, it's it's a great day to be a, to be a fan. There's a ton of awesome stuff, so we want to get to it. But first, got to tell you guys... Uh, what we're drinking today, and I will go first. I normally do a beer, but today it's a cocktail kind of day. Uh, so I took a little bit of the Four Roses bourbon and mixed that in with the original classic Coca-Cola. Oh, it's a good choice. I'll be honest, it's a little closer 50-50 than I care to admit. <laughs> but so worth it. So worth it. It's good stuff. Yeah. What do you got over there, Justin? Uh, I'm rocking the uh, Four Hands Divided Sky Rye IPA. Always a favorite of mine. Uh, I like to pick it up as often as possible. I think that's, uh, what, 6.5% alcohol by volume? Let me ABV look. over there? Yep, 65 You yeah, got it. That is a delicious beer. Lots of good flavor. 
Wait. Uh, and you know what? It really, there's another four hands over there. What, what are you sure drinking? Is. Yeah, I've got uh, four hands single speed. That's uh, an ale brewed with uh, jasmine. It's 5% alcohol by volume. Um, delicious ale, though. Yep. Excellent. Having some good beers tonight. Excellent. Good stuff. Yeah, two two out of three. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. I mean, you've got, a, you've got a pretty good mixture over there. Yeah, 33.3% <laughs> of us are having like a 50%. <laughs> it's a nice big cup, too. <laughs> uh, we do want to give a big shout-out to the gentlemen who aren't here this evening, even though I think the reason Laser Eric's not here is because he's playing Cyberpunk. Probably. I mean, that's I, a good I chance. I think he was like, I can't, I can't not. Been talking about this game since 2013. Mm-hmm. I mean, he probably wanted to just be there for when that update finally finishes. That way he can continue playing. It's a big one. Because I'm sure he was already playing. Yes, indeed. Um, and then, of course, oh, yeah, production Matt's not here. Uh, he's not here for a really good reason, though. Uh, his little girl, G, turns three today. So from Happy birthday. All of us here at the Galactic Dads, happy, happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday, G. I, uh, I might have got lucky and got probably one of the coolest birthday shout-outs Freaking sweet shout-out I saw today. Yeah, that was really cool. Really cool. Uh, if you want to check that out, you'd have to find Production Matt's personal Facebook page, um, which, you know, if, you, if you're a good listener on the show, you probably can figure that out. Uh, but if you want to talk to Production Matt, you can check him out at MJ Albers 5 That's on Twitter, Instagram. And uh, he has a new Instagram where he enjoys posting behind-the-scenes looks of the show you can see a little more like in-depth uh footage of our lives which uh, always a good time I, i'm sure everyone's clamoring <laughs> to see uh but he posts really awesome stuff on there and that is the gd underscore what is post production production post production on instagram and you can check that out on our socials uh you can find Laser Eric, of course, at Laser Eric eighty three, and that's on every platform there is, mm-hmm. uh, whether that be Instagram, Twitter, uh, Twitch, Xbox, PlayStation Network, whatever. He's on them all, so go check that out. If you'd like to find me or talk to me, see what I'm up to, you can find me at Galactic Dads on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, Jedi John, of course, you're over there on Twitter as Jedi John four. Come right. find me. Eventually, I'll get that number one spot, or you know. No numbers at all. I'll I'll wait for that to and happen. And be blue check marked. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That'd be great. And that that time you'll have to just change your name to show up as Jedi John. Use the four <laughs> plurals. Ooh. Use the fours. That'd be great. Hashtag trademarked. That's ours. No one take it. <laughs> That's ours. <laughs> you know somebody's gonna make that Twitter account tomorrow. Yeah, most likely. Right be right. You might want to go make that right now. Just go <laughs> take the name. Yeah, I'm just take it right now. And, of course, last but not least, where you uh, at, buddy? You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at willakill187. Come at me. I'm surprised nobody has yet, but that's okay. Yeah. And then, obviously, if you want to follow us on our beer journey, we've got the Untapped app, uh, at Galactic Dads. Just follow us along. Uh, we're putting up some pretty impressive numbers. We're putting up huge numbers, guys. <laughs> we're over here just every week. Crushing de- through alcohol. Deadlifting kegs, baby. Let's go. <laughs> I actually, I, I walked through the liquor store the other day, and I think the person working must have been looking at me and like, what is wrong with this guy? Because I was going down the beer aisle, and I was like, nope, 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 mm-mm, uh-uh. Had it. 
wasn't impressed. Well, ooh, what's this? And then I looked at the beer. I was like, I'm not drinking that on the show. There's no way. That's disgusting. I'm just. I'm not going to start drinking beers that suck just because we don't have them on the show. <laughs> We're going to become snobs. I already drank one of Matt's banquet Coors last episode. Was not, it delicious? Not, so not great. Not great. <laughs> I know he likes them, and that's good, but that that's not my speed. Um, yeah, it's so gross. But anyway, <laughs> you can check us out on that Untapped app and uh, join us on our journey to, um, well, drunkdom. Joining John at meetings. <laughs> John, is that where you were last week? Is that where you were up to some court ordered meeting? No. He woke up in the parking lot of some random bar at 4 a.m. <laughs> He's like, on a forklift oh. naked. Anyway, all right, let's quit stalling because there's awesome stuff to talk about. And the first one being them daddy issues. I mean, let's talk yeah. about these daddy issues. There is a new one this week, and it's really nice when the daddy issue comes from Jedi John. It's not about dogs. So let's hear it, buddy. It's what do you got? Dogs. So uh, recently put together the nursery or started to put together the nursery, so all the furniture got unpacked. And all I can tell you guys for advice, if you're having your first kid or even second kid and got rid of your first furniture, just get some hand-me-down stuff from Craigslist. That way you don't have to deal with the gigantic pile of cardboard and foam. And, oh, my God, I can't believe how much trash there was. I had to fill up a whole truck load of just trash just to take it. And it all comes in such a compact, slender box. The box is long. Don't get me wrong. But it's so thin, and you go pick it up. You're like, "Damn, this is heavy!" And then you realize most of that weight, packing material, yeah, mm-hmm. and itty bitty little screws, and the cardboard itself is just heavy. It sucks. Yeah, and they it give you sucks. one little Allen wrench to put it all together. It's yeah. too small. My yeah. favorite thing about putting together furniture that comes in a box is it always says, "Do not use power tools." And never. And right. I laugh so hard as I say, "I'm drilling through this piece of <laughs> by step 42C." Oh, it's awful. There's nothing worse than putting together furniture from a box. Yep. So the crib got done. A chair got done. The dresser was pretty much done already, but just moving that big son of a up the steps was bad enough. And then had to unpack it, which those things came with like everything. Like the dresser was piled in with foam and stuff. So that just sucked. Yeah. That's a lot of cardboard. I had to, I literally, I took all of the, Cardboard out to the front yard today. It looked like a huge Hoosier. <laughs> it was like in my neighborhood. <laughs> and like all the boxes were just out there. And I get out there with my knife and I'm just cutting stuff up because I'm just like, this has got to get in the bed of the truck. Like, <laughs> we got to stuff it in there somehow. He's cutting out windows of a box and making forts <laughs> yeah. in the front lawn. I only did that once. <laughs> I flipped over one box and I'm like, look at me. <laughs> I'm going to hide in here for a little while. He's out there making thin, skinny lightsabers just. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it, was, it was i mean it was a good time it's it worth it obviously it's just uh yeah it's amazing how much trash you produce trying to put together all those things like uh the, the stroller box i mean every, anything everything comes in a big box everything stuff it's, stuff yeah. like that makes you remember when it's time for kid two or or whatever that you're just like never again no, <laughs> no i'm not doing this where can we get stuff no you i'll buy them make- a new i'll just buy them a a cheap bed i think there's ten dollar or free pickup on Craigslist. I can get that. That'd be great. He's driving down neighborhoods on bulk trash pickup day. Like, what do we need? <laughs> yeah. What do we need? I'll get us something. Honey, I'll Febreze it. I don't care. Yeah. Dip it in bleach. It'll be all right. Are you going to put this thing together? <laughs> You're right. Okay. All right. Yeah. 
And it was Do you fun. have tools? It, w- it was fun because, you know, Olivia and I got to work together on some of the furniture, which I think is like a one-person job most of the time, but it's fun doing it with somebody else. Oh, totally. It's not when they're su- hovering over your shoulder. Not super fun to do it. I, I, I mean, I told her, I mean, it's tough when she's trying to give you directions from a picture that you need to see, but she's holding the instructions. So, like, can I just have that for a second? Can, <laughs> can I just get that? I need this. I need These it. things are written to be very visual, Yeah. so I need to see it. Yeah, because she'll read something to you, and she, you're like, she's supposed to place a foot in through there, and then it has to look like this. And I said, what? Like what? Yeah, <laughs> like, right. I, it I goes, I, you have to insert this slot into the adjacent tab. Yep. Okay, first of all, tabs go into slots, not the other way around. <laughs> yeah. And I need to see the picture to know what the adjacent one is. You know what? I love you so much. You look so tired. You need to rest. You can go to bed, baby. I'll just... I'm having more anger juice. But she was, <laughs> super, bottle six. She, she was super patient with me, and I was super patient. So it, it, it worked out, and we got through it. But it was... Um, An ordeal. I, well, the first... We were doing this uh, pack-and-play thing, uh, which is going to come in so much like use. I'm, I know we're going to get a ton of use out of it. But like I put the mattress piece in the bottom, and the bassinet is higher up in it. So you put the netting in, and then you put the mattress on top of that. So we're building this thing for the first time, and Olivia's like, yeah, put the mattress in the bottom, and then you have to go through and stick all these freaking button loops through the bottom of the um, pack-and-play and snap them onto the underside so it stays down. Yeah, you, you're going to want to do that through the mattress. And then <laughs> the second the second thing we did was hook the bassinet in because it's showing us how to put together the whole thing, and then it's like, remove the mattress. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not moving that son of a... Right now. Like, you can't that. make me. I'm like, I just forced those little straps through those sl- <laughs> slots and buttoned that Language. Do it too mouth. To the bottom. It was an ordeal. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not moving. I'm not moving it. It, it is. doesn't matter. Like, it, I, and so I'm like, we're putting the bassinet together without the mattress in it because I'm not taking it apart right now. I know it has to come apart. That'll be later. So the first time I put together a piece of baby furniture was Kinsley's crib, which Kent now sleeps in. So we get plenty of use out of it. It's years old. It'll actually take my weight. So it's impressive. Uh, But we were putting it together, and Lee, I think, was seven or eight months pregnant, and she's helping me put this together. So we're both sitting on the floor, and uh, I let go of something was standing up vertically and I let go of it and it uh, gravity took it as it likes to do and um, not so gently rested it on my pregnant wife's head. (laughs) Oops. That's not good. I was was like, I'm a monster. And she just like (laughs) grabbed her head like, geez, do you have to beat me? And I was like, (laughs) well, sometimes you you get a free pass for a while. So sorry. Sorry. (laughs) I'll never forget that. Yeah, just sitting there in my kids' nursery, which should be a happy, calm place. I'm in there injuring them. <laughs> yeah, never my child. Whenever you're putting that kind of stuff together, it's never a super calm environment. <laughs> There's always like a dog running around, or it feels like World War Three is going on outside the door. But you're sitting there trying to put it together. Yeah, you're getting I, all frustrated. <laughs> I was sitting there trying to feed this metal pipe thing through a like a like circular a nylon thing. Yeah, nylon bowl. thing. And it's like it's, it has to look this way when you're done. And then in the middle, there's a clip, and you have to plug the two sections, clip them together, and then the clip has to be centered on it. And I'm, like, sitting there, and it's a little, 
a little section and you can barely get your hands in there because it's built for like a toddler <laughs> and then you got your hands and you keep slipping on the freaking nylon because you can't get a grip on the dang post and you're sweating because and then you, you s- haven't had a beer in like 20 minutes yeah so and then you start your dtn and then you start cursing and your wife is just sitting there like what is your problem and this baby's gonna be real stressful <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> the fun thing i was just thinking is you talked about trying to like feed the tent pole yeah essentially, it is a tent pole yeah through the nylon um, I cannot wait till you start putting together like kids toys <laughs> and it's even better because you think that you have a leg up on putting toys together because you're you, you love toys. No, no, it's not like that, man. When you put together these like tent playhouse things the whole time, you're like, you're like I understand why like dads in the seventies and eighties just like smoke and drink constantly <laughs> because <laughs> this is the most stressful crap. Well, I put together my kids single person jumping trampoline over there in the corner uh remind me to take a picture of that we'll throw that up on there i honestly thought i was just gonna walk away from my life as a father <laughs> I was like, you know what i'm done with this i'll like, just move this, on. Is, this is the end this is over i was like i will send a birthday card every year <laughs> 20 bucks i'll even it. i'll even do like 75 percent child support for my check like just to make sure everything's okay but i cannot be beneficial to this child if this is the frustration i get <laughs> out of putting a stupid trampoline together <laughs> Whenever you buy those things, you're like, oh, man, I can't wait for them to experience this. And then you don't think about putting it together with somebody hovering over your shoulder the whole time. Uh, Oh, Uh, there was like a blow-up bounce house that you could dump balls into. And thank God that was all in one piece. But the problem is putting the air in it was in several different chambers. And don't you want to bet who did not get like an air pump? <laughs> Hold on, I'm just gonna. Yeah, uh, whenever you whenever you get something like that, an air pump is uh, necessary. I would take like, a few days go to on, go on vacation. Oh, let's get a couple rafts. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a great idea. And then you die before you get to use them. <laughs> You're laying on the ground next to it, half blown up, looking like grimace from McDonald's, <laughs> just purple and flat as it's deflating while you lay there. <laughs> just to salt your wound. And then you end up, you finally go get the damn pump. Yeah. And it's fine. <laughs> but I swear. I'm going to Walmart. I'm going to go get the damn pump. Leave me alone. <laughs> Having kids will either make or break you when it comes to finding out what kind of person you really are. <laughs> and I don't mean the good ways. Like, are you going to be caring and loving? It's, are you going to like mentally break putting together the furniture and toys? And then the sound the battery operated toys make all the time and then when you're done with that it's what show are we watching constantly on an endless loop that you cannot stand (coughs) fancy nancy sucks (coughs) (laughs) that you cannot stand that your child loves and you know it's things like this that you figure out but i swear to god i really do at the end of the day i'd do it again it gets easier does it (laughs) slightly in different ways my god and then I hear they become teenagers, so I don't even know what that's. I don't want to talk about it. I'm going to run away before that time comes. Thank goodness none of us are there yet. So. <laughs> oh, man. Eric's old. He's probably close to it. Let's, we'll ask him. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. If oh, you're not man. here, I, we take shots at you. But anyway, so that's going to do it for daddy issues. And if you're taking anything away from that, it's buy secondhand already built. Okay, you're going <laughs> to yeah. save yourself a lot of time. Yeah, pay the extra $20 if you think <laughs> fully it, assemble fee. If you think not having a truck to go pick it up from someone's house is you 
saving time by getting it delivered in a box. You have lied to yourself, sir. <laughs> you have lied to yourself. Yeah, that was a good uh, hour at least out of my day to day, just Ugh. ripping down, like tearing down boxes just to put them in the back of a truck so they fit in the back of the truck. Yeah. And good luck finding the YouTube video to show you how to do it. There's so many variations of this crap. It they don't it just. Oh yeah, one of the instructions are like, oh yeah, do this. And I'm looking at the bottom of this. Well, we've got a swivel chair or whatever, and I'm looking at the bottom of the chair. I'm like, this is not this. This isn't like, even this the is, same thing. This is not <laughs> this at all. And I'm like, where are these holes? And they covered them up with fabric. Where the holes course. were, and I'm like, well, this is where they should. Oh, they're right there. They're they're there. This, they're just you the know. piece they're showing me looks like a Mercedes emblem, but I've got a peace sign, <laughs> so I don't know what I screwed up on. Stupid Swedish furniture. <laughs> yeah, but very excited. Well, Ikea was last week. Don't worry about that. Oh, man. Did you guys see the video? How about the meatballs? I, I don't know who posted it, but it was uh, the people who came up with Ikea. Oh, yeah. That was um, it was like Dude Dads or something like that. Yeah. yeah they did that. They did a damn was good funny. job because it was hilarious. They were like just going hard on Red Bull. Yeah. And every time the one guy came up with a rational idea, they told him he was terrible yeah. and he needed to be fired. <laughs> That's awesome. And you're watching, you're like, these guys are good because this is right. This is so right. Um, but we make so them good. walk around and get it. Yeah, <laughs> and, and then you, you put them in the warehouse. <laughs> Should we ship it to them put together? No, you make them put it together. <laughs> and they'll want to. <laughs> Oh, such such great one. It's true. That's spot on. All right. So we made you endure 20 minutes of non-super awesome Star Wars stuff. We sound uh, like so bitter parents whenever we talk about our kids like that. We're not bitter. I mean, this is the stuff people need to know. It's true. And every dad listening is going to go, oh, I know. I hate that stuff. (laughs) It's a PSA announcement. They're like, if they're listening in their car, they're gripping the steering wheel hard enough to create new divots. Or swerve off the road. <laughs> Rip the leather hopefully, off the steering hopefully wheel. Hopefully the dad that has the dresser arriving via Amazon tomorrow <laughs> hears us and is thinking to himself, I'm going to fake an injury. I can't play a coach. <laughs> I can't do it. I got news for you. It doesn't matter if you're injured. You're putting it together, big guy. Yeah. Like I said, luckily the dresser came in one piece. Just It was a big box and a lot to unpack, even though it was in one piece. Still a lot to unpack. I uh, do not envy the guy who finally is really good at putting Ikea or whatever furniture that comes in the box together really fast because that means he has spent enough time in pure hell <laughs> to know that just just go, this is probably what he needs to do. Like the, Half of that is guessing work, and he just gets lucky. It's a good time. I honestly, there was a good chunk of me in one of them where I was just like, I got two and a half inch screws downstairs and a couple two by fours. Whatever doesn't work, I'm going to make work. <laughs> I'm going to force it. I don't the, care. The stuff that needs a, a, a screw hole, there isn't one there. In the wood. I'm like, I got a drill. We'll make it happen. Yeah, and then you realize like 10 steps later, you pick the wrong shelf. Yeah, it's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> oh, Son of a... The whole thing that you're supposed to nail into the back is like on backwards. So the finished looking <laughs> side is facing the wall. That'll <laughs> ah, be okay. You know what? No one sees that anyway. Push it against the wall. That was my first piece of IKEA furniture right there. Because even in the instructions, like I got ahead of the instructions, which you just don't do with IKEA. Never. But uh, yeah, I, I pushed the back on these bookshelves all the way up, 
And in the step before that, it said, hey, take a pencil and mark your center of your center shelf. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know you know where to nail the ding thing That's together correct. at. And uh, yeah, I just pushed that up and I'm like, I'll find oh, it. Oh, geez. Like at least I didn't put any, I didn't put any other nails in there you're yet. You're tapping but, on the yeah. back of it like a psycho. Like yeah. you're going to be able to tell the difference <laughs> yeah. between hollow and not. <laughs> no, I'm good. Okay. It sounds dead on. Then you shove a nail through, you're like, mm, miss. <laughs> yeah. I'll just put some spackle over that uh, later. Or all of a sudden you look at your shelf and it's got the bubble coming out of it because you pushed the nail almost through it, but not quite through it. And you're like, oh, God, it's, let's draw that one out. It's <laughs> so not center. It goes right through the finish, and that's the only thing it holds. The big thing is, is like, after you get this stuff put together and your kids in their room they're just destroying it putting cuts and scrapes into all that furniture you took so much time putting together you're like i don't why, why did i stress about it <laughs> it's yeah that's a really good point anything you put in there is getting destroyed it, boys girls whatever they're gonna ruin it within the first couple months so just that's so true my daughter's an absolute wrecking ball oh man you know what her grandma bought her i'm sorry this is off topic but i couldn't believe it bring it love my mom Comes to the house to watch the kids. Invaluable. That's free free childcare. It pays for itself. It's gold. It's incredible. Um, She showed up Monday morning with a present for Kinsley. She goes, Kinsley, I got you something. Reaches into her purse. Mind you, my daughter is not even four yet. Reaches into her purse and pulls out slime. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Me and her were goofing (laughs) off of that upstairs earlier. (laughs) She pulled it out of her purse, and Kinsley loses her mind, super excited, right? I'm right behind her, just as excited, but not in a positive way. I was like, behind her mouth, get ready to blue flag this. I was like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> you have lost it. Do you have any idea? And then I was like, you know what? You know, I can't go to work this mad already. Like, in the morning's early. I'm, I was like, thank you, Mom. Thank you. Love you. So much. So much. We have a white carpet over there. Do you know what that's going to... Okay, I love it. I love all of you. I'm going to go. I'm I have to go. I'm going to go. Did you need me to flag that? No. <laughs> yeah, you, you held yourself. it. You held it. I've spent enough time in post with us. And dirty mouth. And <laughs> dirty mouth. Oh, don't worry. I can't. But anyway, good news though. My kid has not had any issues with it. She got a lot of the slime stuck in my leg hair uh, last night. That was an adventure. Yeah. Other than that, it's been cool. <laughs> so I... I I rescind all of the anger that I had towards my mom in the moment. That's fair, though. Because she's been having a lot of fun with it, and she's been wonderful. So It's a really good idea, though, for other kids. To oh, yeah. If you want to make your friends mad, show up with slime as a present. Or like Play-Doh. You'll know your friends will report your temp tags as you drive away. <laughs> <laughs> Pull this dude over. Tickets. <laughs> all right. So anyway. That's, that is the daddy issues. We are going to move on because uh, <laughs> if we don't, we, the, who knows what we can talk about. <laughs> but let's talk about the one thing that John has been texting me and dying to talk about. It's time for TV shows, and there's only one right now that we're all absolutely excited about. Tonight, around 2 a.m. for us, of course, 12 Pacific time, we're yeah. going to get the penultimate episode of season two of the Mandalorian and real quick let's just recap how much did we learn just rapid fire in the last two episodes alone yeah it's been insane 
I don't. Oh, it's been it has been absolutely insane. And just first off, I have to say it because I couldn't believe it when I saw it. it was probably the most jaw dropping moment of excitement with Chapter Thirteen when Ahsoka swings dual lightsabers at Din and he just throws up the armor and stops him with Baskar steel. I was I was on the couch. I was like, no, like super excited. Yeah, it's amazing what Beskar can uh, apparently can, can take. You know, apparently it can take everything that the Razor Crest can't. I wasn't uh, aware that, that in a minute. I wasn't aware that lightsabers couldn't go through Beskar steel. Neither That's, was I. I don't. No one. I mean, nobody knew. Nobody would know. I mean, that was all Dave Filoni's you? episode too. So yeah, I'm like, yeah, whatever he says is canon. I'm down. Oh, it's so good. Though. <laughs> I believe and I trust in you. <laughs> I believe all of my Star Wars faith is in John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Yeah, I know you guys took that. Last uh, last episode and went over some of that stuff and still have a lot of questions I know but like oh the last episode blew me away I I was like a kid in a candy store the whole episode it was really good oh even Grogu just glowing finally of course as soon as he looks away that's when the the kid does it but that was really cool what's the name of that place Tython Tython yeah it's the original um, Jedi Order it's kind of crazy so that was from the Old Republic. Um, and it would have been pronounced Jedi instead of Jedi. So it's spelled a little differently. There's a double I on the end. So it's uh, Jedi. Uh, that would have been their original temple. And during that time period, they had a split between like, we're going to worship dark side, light side, or the balance. And then the balance kind of went away. And then we got our Sith Empire and our light I, side of the force, which turned into kind of like the Jedi order that everybody kind of knows. I'd like to make the argument that the balance is back. It's getting there, I think. I think the balance is really where we have. Um, <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Well, I go to remember her name. The only thing I can think of is Mary Sue Palpatine, and that is not that is not what we're talking about from the sequels. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, the rest. Ray. Of, I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, I don't Ray. Know why oh, that sorry. Took I didn't. So long. I don't. I mean, oh, I didn't know you were trying to get to her name. Sorry, I was. I, I was like, <laughs> yeah, because <clears throat> yeah, she kind of at the end kind of balances. Yeah, she's yeah. working on the balance for sure. Um, but yeah, um, that episode, man, you, gosh, I don't even know where to start with it other than the fact that when you see Sl- Slave One fly into the shot and you know it's him, you know it's him, and you're like, you know, oh my gosh, Boba Fett's landing right now. All He's of, landing right now. All of your like assumptions from the end of episode one, you just immediately know we're absolutely true. Here it is. This is fact. Here it goes. And then bam. And I just love how they still, I mean, obviously you have to introduce him because uh, if you weren't a huge Star Wars fan for the original trilogy, you have no clue who he is. That's um, very true. So, or the prequels even, um, you have no clue who he is. So um, if it's, a, if you're a fan just because you're watching Baby Yoda, um, and so like if you're just there for that, now they've introduced you to Boba Fett and uh, I, he had his moment. and He it, did. It and, was and, a good and, moment and too. It's more moments to be had. Um, and there's speculation. I have a lot of speculation about what's going to happen to him, which kind of, kind of sad for me. But at the same time, it's going to be great for the series. Um, but like, I mean, let's face it's it, it's got to be better than Sarlacc Pit, right? Right. It's going to be better than that. I mean, personally, I think that. Um, well, I'll just blow the speculation real quick out the window. I think Boba Fett's going to die in the next two two episodes sometime, and I think Mando's going to get a slave one. Because missing the Razor Crest, and you just introduced one of the most popular ships in the Star Wars universe into a show about a Mandalorian. I don't know where else to go. Now, he might not die, but I, 
If, if not, he's gifting it to him somehow. Or maybe Mando earns it by saving his life again or something. Like something in that realm. But I, I believe next season Mando's going to be flying Slave 1. And it's going to be awesome. Anyway, moving on. Because um, he needs a ship now. So anyway, that's that. But yeah. I could not believe when think, they blew it up. You don't think they're going to repiece the Razor Crest? <laughs> With what? All new material. The only thing that survived the Razor Crest was, was the uh, Beskar, Ste- Beskar uh, spear. spear. Yeah. You know what they need to do? They need to make the Razor Crest out of Baskar. <laughs> I don't know if they have enough of it. That thing is just blown to hell. Oh, my gosh. Every other episode. <laughs> yeah, but this time it's really, really yeah, gone. it was ash. It was oh. ash. Which is great, though, because Boba gets to the ship and gets his armor back. Yeah, you know, thank God I spent $350 on the HasLab. Um, three and three-quarter inch <laughs> Razor Crest. <laughs> I looked that thing up and was checking it out and almost thought to myself, I might do something stupid. Yeah. And oh. then fortunately I was like, you know, I don't need that. I don't need that. So anyway, um, but so Boba shows up freaking awesome. Uh, no, no, no. Blows my mind. Boba's not alone. Boba is not alone. I so. love the tie back to season oh, one. So great. It so, was. Um, as soon as Mando hears her voice too, he knows exactly who it is. So Fennec's on the ridge, got a rifle pointed at uh, Grogu and you know hang on real quick though let's break down that scene because that was a great scene do you know how many quotes out of that scene that i just fell in love with i mean that's first, what i'm talking about. yeah when, when he walks up like because he wants to know why boba's there and he's like i'm not I'm not here for your armor kind of I, i'm not here for your armor i'm here for my armor and i'm like oh my gosh he's gonna it's gonna be a showdown and it's kind of what it was until they we, i just want to talk like let's put everything down and like, which is unfortunate for later in the episode because he doesn't have what he needs. A lot of what he needs. Um, but um, it's so crazy because uh, he. They also clashed together two major quotes out of the well prequels and the original trilogy. So the prequels, um, Django says, "Well, I guess I'll give, give you the line first. The line was, I'm just a simple man trying to make my way through the galaxy, like my father before me.' That was what Boba said." Now, the two quotes I'm referring to is the one by Django in the prequel trilogy when Django said, uh, Obi-Wan, I'm a simple man trying to make my way through the universe. And then from the original trilogy when uh, Luke throws down his lightsaber while confronting the Emperor and says, I'm a Jedi, Jedi, like like my my father father before me. me. And it just cut me so deep. And I was like, I had chills. I mean, I have chills now just talking about it. Like, I was like, he really oh, does. my gosh. Arm, like, the hair <laughs> on his arm them. is standing up. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, oh, my gosh. That's so freaking powerful. Like, how? number one, how are they reusing these quotes right now? And number two, how did they make it so perfect and stick it? Like, they are just, like, hammering every single nail so straight on. Like, it's hitting everything. And they're doing a great job. I'm sorry. I did see... There was this terrible news that came out that John Favreau was in the hospital with severe <laughs> spine injuries because his back is breaking from carrying all of the fandom of Star <laughs> the Wars whole fandom just <laughs> from bringing it all together and doing a great job. Oh my it's a gosh. lot of weight. It's been, he's been doing phenomenal. Him and Filoni um, sitting in those producer chairs, like they are both. Um, They're going doing great. They're going so hard. Um, but yeah, they the, and. Yeah, the, it was an action-packed episode. Um, sorry, TK. Uh, man, Bubba made some just mincemeat out of your Stormtrooper friends there, but uh, with a gaffy stick. He didn't even need a blaster. Like, he was beating him down with a stick. He could have done it with one of those damn tent poles we put through the, yeah, the kids' toys. Yeah. It was It's bad. 
Oh man, and some of those some of those shots you have of him taking that care of the storm were just epic. Um, they had a great director for the episode. Who directed? Uh, he was involved in um, Sin City. He was involved in not Frank Miller. Uh, oh, no, no. Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Yeah, no, yeah, it, he, that's right. Yeah, I'm too amped right now. I can't even think of the names guy right from now. from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, and uh, man, when you see and then you see Boba get his armor. When Boba puts his armor on, that's when you know. Oh my! If you okay, and he, and how many gadgets did you did he use? He, knee rocket, knee knee rocket, like, <laughs> and they were cool. So knee rockets, but he also, um, if you loved Episode One, and you get to see the missile of his jetpack, yes, which was huge from the Marshall, yeah, right? the Mar- yeah. yeah, and then you get to see Boba use it the mm-hmm. way it's meant to be done, and this guy's playing billiards in the sky. It's so good. And then you get Mando. Nice shot. <laughs> it was. That was really good. And then it was just, I was aiming for the other one. Like so good. Like so not only do you get incredible uh, skill, you get awesome snappy dialogue. Yeah. Right away. Not not even missing a beat. Like just so good. Oh. I will tell you that I was gravely disappointed in that episode for one reason. It was thirty eight minutes long. I think no. I think it was shorter than that. Yeah, it was the it, shortest one. It was a very short episode. Honestly, a, it was thirty three. A lot happens. Time. Yeah, a lot of cool stuff happens. What was with the short runtime? Um, I think there was just too much action, and I mean, it was the director they got for it, Robert Rodriguez, is like just known for those great action sequences in every movie he does. He's, he's a very kinetic director. Yeah, so I mean, I think they got the right guy to direct it, and I think, I mean, honestly, it was short. But I don't know what else you would have put in there that would have made any sense. Like. You saw the scene, like, and it was a <laughs> little it, bit of dialogue it, that wasn't that impressive and stuff like that. I mean, you, I mean, you even end up with Moff Gideon. Yeah, you get Moff Gideon at the end, which I love this. <laughs> so I first, love Moff Gideon. I do. I just um, love Juan Carlos Esposito. Before we get there to that part, the the, the dark troopers. Yes. So, <laughs> wasn't John Favreau like involved in another movie? I'm trying to think of the name of it that would be close to what those guys look like. You remember a movie that he might have been involved with? Are we talking about the uh, <coughs> Iron Man? Oh yeah! Oh, that's that the one. That's the one. Dang, yeah. That's why I thought. That's immediately what I saw. I'm like, man, oh, they uh, could they could they have made it any more <laughs> any more like it? And but like, did they run they out? Cool. Did they run out of time? And Favreau goes, you know, what? I still got designs from the <laughs> from the Iron Man movie I directed. Do you do you want them? Rick, we got it. They right look cool. They look. They, they did look cool. I, I wish think, I would. I would. I, I wish I would have seen them in, in with more action. But I mean, I they did. They served their purpose for the show um, at that time. And I'm sure we're going to see them in action at some point. So uh, really cool. But then you get to Moff Gideon talking to Grogu, and first that of all, one was pretty good. Leading right into that room, and you hear you hear the ruckus. We'll call it of just this you know, is this is after Grogu was taken. Yep. And then he's imprisoned on the, the starship and Moff Gideon walks in to where he's being held and you get to see what Grogu's doing. Yeah, and it's just, so good. See stormtroopers just getting thrown around. Like honestly, it reminded me of Vader at the end of Rogue One, just like tossing them up and tossing them against the walls and everything else. And you're like and then all of a sudden you see one of them get start getting choked. <laughs> and then it snaps right back to him and he sees him reach out the other hand to choke the other stormtrooper in the room. And Moff Gideon's just standing in the background, like just staring at this happening. Just enjoying and the he's show. Just, yeah, he's just like, That's good. I like it. <laughs> Keep <laughs> like, it up. Keep it up. Like, these two idiots are just indispensable. I don't, I don't know. Or dispensable, sorry. Um, 
disposable like, disposable idiots. idiots. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, and then uh, one of my favorite lines out of the whole show for multiple reasons uh, because it reminds me of a couple things. Uh, he gets a dark saber out mm-hmm. and shows it to baby. Oh, well, Grogu. I'm really working on it. It's hard. Um, I mean, we've been it's doing a baby. new name. It's a new <laughs> yeah, name. It's two episodes old. Still two weeks working old. on it. It's okay. Yeah, two weeks old here. Um, but the Darksaber comes out and he's like, oh, you can't have that. You might poke an eye out. Two things that come to mind. Number one, uh, Christmas story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, what if it's that. foreshadowing for how somebody might go? Right? That would be kind of crazy. Or it'd be Moff a lot Gideon's more. going to lose an eye. Yeah, or it, just go straight through, you know? like yeah. It'd be a lot more entertaining for me if he, it's not how he goes, but it's a wound he suffers. Yeah, could be. But given the fact that we don't see Moff Gideon in the sequels, it could just be how he goes. Yeah, so uh, really cool stuff. And then uh, the other thing that it reminded me of was, so the Darksaber is a toy now for like toys or i mean toys or us of walmart and target are all selling them um in the disney section or the star wars section now and uh it Same recently it, it disney re- section is yeah. the star wars section it recently got uh ranked <laughs> one of the top 10 most dangerous toys for this year <laughs> because I mean, it makes sense because of eye injury probability <laughs> it is pretty i mean it's is pointed. it just it's is it pointed. just like the it old lightsabers like that came out when we were kids no no it's flick. a it's a stiff like it's a it's fully oh, no. formed the whole time so no like kidding. there's there's no give to it so like if you're just swinging it around or you fall on it it's it's <laughs> yeah well, it's like an old ninja sword you know what i'm talking right, about like, yeah, like they, they, yeah. or something as are, a kid who grew up playing with sticks yeah that looked like swords i think They'll be okay. I hope so. But yeah, the kids are did, spoiled. Did get ranked one of the top ten, which was just funny to me that they, he said that you can poke an eye out with it. I'm like, <laughs> it just got it just got ranked. It's, that's awesome. I like that meta commentary. That's good stuff. Yeah. So it was good. Um, but yeah, great episode. Look forward to what happens next episode. It's going to be um, firing on all cylinders. You could tell that there was a surprise that the Empire is still around. Um, there was a surprise. I was kind of surprised. Yeah, I mean, well, well, yeah, but we saw we've it been leading ago. to yeah, that. But yeah. we already knew it. I mean, we knew he was around still, like the Empire. But like when when Boba sees it for the first time, he's like, "I can't believe they're back," because as far as he knew, and he was on Tatooine for many years, for a while, um, he they were gone. So um, as far as he knew, and Fennec knew, there was no Empire because well, Fennec was also surprised when Boba said it. So. Um, and yeah, it's just, I just really, I'm, I've been blown. I was blown away. I was blown away by the whole episode. I watched it like four times. I couldn't like, I couldn't <laughs> not keep watching it. I'm the stormtroopers just getting annihilated by Boba Fett. Like was a dream come true. And, uh, just seeing him, uh, you know, it kind of, kind of put it in perspective for me. Like he's still a bounty hunter and bounty hunters are built on an honor code one way or another. Um, and so even though he was a ruthless killer, at some point in the, in the, in he, his, in he his had past, his morals. He had his moral code of, well, I was hired to do a job, so I'm going to do it with whatever I need to do, um, which is what you want out of a bounty hunter. So, the guy um, who delivers. Kinda, yeah, it was kind of cool to kind of see that moral code kind of come to play uh, for him. So, I'm excited to see what happens next. How'd you guys feel about his dad bod, body armor situation? <laughs> well, I mean, Tamora Morrison is 60. Yeah, I was gonna say he's older. You know, I mean, I, did, I didn't expect him to get into uh, crazy in crazy you know, shape. But mm-hmm. I will say this, also, this say, is Star Wars, not Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> good point. But I'll also say that, like, I mean, Tamora Morrison can also play other clones that are still alive during this time period. 
which Captain Rex in the animated version, when he was older, Captain Rex, dude, he was a husky guy. He had he had he had built up. So like, if for some reason Tamora Morrison has to go play Rex next year because they run into him in something, or if he plays Rex in the Ahsoka. Um, newly well it's new, we already knew it was coming but now it's officially now it's announced officially yeah. official um but God, if, what a day, if, man. if they're playing if he ends up playing rex for that for a little while or something like that he's he fits the role perfectly so i'm not remotely mad about it and dad bot or not do he Destroys. ripped apart people that yeah. in that episode so wasn't upset about it. There was one scene. Hardly it, noticed it until you see the internet pictures uh, <laughs> taking freeze frames of every still right. possible. Right. People are awful. Whatever. But the one scene in this episode that makes me just 100% believe that droids were the better choice over stormtroopers um, is the scene where they loose the boulder down the hill at the guy huh. with the heavy gun. Yeah. And he just shoots at the boulder instead of running. And it just absolutely smokes him. Yeah, I mean, he was trying to get rid of. I mean, he had one of the E web blasters, it which is cool. the most powerful like cannon. No, that no. Just, it was cool. Like visually, that was cool. Yeah, he was he was taking the boulder down. Just, it was too Not big. Enough. Just too big. It's like that game on uh, your phone that you sometimes see, like where, where you are trying to destroy the boulder before it hits your gun, and it, it's like you have to get ninety shots on you're it. Just not there's, there. There's just no way you're going to have <laughs> he, ninety shots. He was at, he was at about forty five. <laughs> yeah. If that's the yeah. Sorry, dude. You're going, and we all know it. <laughs> you're a go- you're a goner, bud. Sorry. I was excited though to see Cara Dune um, give up her stipulation. So easily. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> her new post. It was so good. She's like, I got rules now. They've got the kid. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Well, those rules are broken. Let's go. Yeah, I do. I am excited to, to see. Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, the guy come back. Bill Burr. Sorry. Um, oh, that's right. They were talking about Bill Burr. Yeah, yeah, Bill, he was I forget the character's her. name. Um, oh, I, man. I do know. I'm sorry. I don't know. Bill Burr's that, character's name because every time I see Bill Burr, I just see an angry redhead <laughs> with no hair. He had that sweet language. Dirty mouth. That's a like third arm pistol that yeah popped up out of his yeah, shoulder. Yeah, he did. Sorry. But I always just think of a uh, just the Boston guy with a cast on his arm. <laughs> It'd be like, hey, can you guys believe it? The Empire's back. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm just flying through the galaxy at a seven. I idle at seven on my rage. That's all I see. He tries to keep it down. Mayfield. Mayfield. That's why I almost said Baker, and I'm like, it's not Baker. (laughs) (laughs) It's just Mayfield. No, no, no. Uh, They did say his first name in this this episode, though. I can't remember who it was, but... Because he was asking her to look look him up in the prison cells, so, he left them all there in the cells. Yeah, he left them all in the cells, and he um, Mayfield got linked. Yeah, Mayfield got linked to the. He was an accessory with that uh, Republic. Um, that's right, guy. Um, so what? What yeah. makes Din think that he's going to help them? For some reason, he thinks that he can find Moff Gideon, which because he used to be an Imperial sharpshooter, so he thinks he may know Gideon. I think. That's uh, that's well, the route right. we're gonna go. So next episode, this ep- next episode, I feel like we're just gonna see them try to spring him. So it's gonna be a big thing. That'll definitely be a big thing. Yeah, and we got a ton more big things coming up. Disney just announced a just buttload of, buttload awesome of stuff, stuff today. Today, like, it's today was a killer day. So mm-hmm. we're gonna cover a lot of that real quick because uh, we don't have a lot of details about it. They just announced some of it, so it, it's um, gonna be rapid fire, guys. Hang on to your seats, grab yourselves, your wives, or somebody who won't get you legally in trouble. 
here we go. Here is what was announced in the Star Wars universe to come out on Disney+. Plus. Let's roll. So Rangers of the New Republic, I'm guessing that's going to be a car dune spinoff of some kind. Uh, Lando's coming out, which is very exciting. Uh, hang on, hang on. Go ahead. That's, that's Glover, right? Yeah, Glover that's, should be it. Yes. Yeah. It, he's actually going to play him? It should be, yeah. I mean, there was rumors circulating that he was in talks with them before, so I hope they nailed down a deal because I can't imagine another Lando at this point. That's, that's gonna, awesome. That's going to play a young Lando, I'm hoping that will be. That's I want Donald Glover, and I also want him in another Disney series that we'll talk about in a little bit. Yep, and uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi coming up. Yes. Uh, doesn't that start filming like really, really yeah, soon? Yeah, like well, next year, like early next year. Okay. Should start mm-hmm. filming. So, uh, and uh, Obi-Wan and Lando should happen in the same time period. So, Sweet. right after uh, Revenge of the Sith. So, I'm so down. Really cool stuff there. Hayden Christensen's coming back to play Vader for that Obi-Wan series. I don't know how we're going to get him and what capacity we're going to get him, but I'm looking forward to it. I honestly. More than likely, just, like flashbacks and stuff. Yeah. I know that's really, it would be really easy to gloss over that because we're rapid firing real quick, but. That is huge. Yeah. Do you have any idea of the level of importance Vader or Annie has on Obi Wan? Like that's going to define his character yeah. in this show. Yeah, and you're gonna. I'm sure we're gonna see flashbacks. I'm also excited to see if we get like force projections of Anakin from Vader. You know, oh. like who knows? Like I would love it. They could do some really interesting stuff. Uh, Andor. So casting Andor is coming out. Andor is gonna be so good. <laughs> uh, Diego Luna is. I've. I think he's going to do a great job, so I can't wait. He's back as Cassidy Andor. Uh, Ahsoka, which we saw her in The Mandalorian, and we knew it was coming, but now it's 100% confirmed. And you she know, looks so good. She, she looks just, fantastic. You know she's going after Thrawn. And yeah. by the way, somebody fan-casted and did the imaging of it of um, John Hamm. Oh, yeah? As Thrawn. Really? So good. The other person I saw fan-casted as him was um, Homelander. Um I forgot. Oh, Anthony, Anthony Star. Anthony Star. Anthony yeah. Star. And it, it looks so good. good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know uh, if that if Thrawn's evil enough for Anthony Star, uh, but whatever. All right, uh, what else we got? A droid story. Uh, I'm not sure. I didn't see the background on that yet, um, but I'm hoping it's R2-D2 or C-3PO. It'd be cool. Um, if not, it's okay. Uh, Visions. Not sure where that's so going. Visions, it's an animated series. I know that. Yeah, that's kind of like an animated anthology just kind of different types of films telling Star Wars stories. So I think there's like a, like an anime kind of version of Star Wars and stuff that, oh, that was talked about there. So that it could be very exciting. And then very excited about this one, The Bad Batch. So they came in uh, Clone Wars Season 7. Speaking of Rex and Tamar Morrison. Yeah, I can't imagine them not being around. I'm, the Bad Batch will be um, earlier set earlier in the history, I'm sure. Uh, more around that Clone Wars era. I'm sure we'll get to see them go on some really crazy missions. Um, for those of you not familiar with the Bad Batch, that's exactly what they are. They're clones, but they all have defects of some kind. In some cases, making them Homicidal maniacs. Yeah, homicidal maniacs, or uh, just better than normal clones, too. So in, in some cases, they are um, stronger than the average clone or smarter or a better shooter, but they all have... They, <laughs> they all, actually hit their mark? Yeah, right? <laughs> well, they all have their own... Um, defects, but at the same time, uh, it, it's been, it benefits the team in some way. So it's really cool to watch them work together. Builds a great story. Uh, but those are the eight I want to talk about there. And then we'll move over to the Marvel Universe because we have some really... Oh, sad- man, man. Uh, okay. The way you love Star Wars is the way I love the Marvel Universe. So let's just... You know what? Past couple of weeks, I'm finally seeing some photo stills come out from Hawkeye, yeah. which... I have been dying for since we started the show. The show is like over a year old now. 
Yep. And we are finally getting incredible stills. We get to see Jeremy Renner himself, Mr. Boston Longbow, doing cool stuff. But we can see Kate Bishop. Yep. Played by none other than Haley, Haley Steinfeld, right? Mm-hmm. And she looks so good in these stills. I liked her outfit. It it would look tactical, oh, it's but so, it looked, it's so good. It it's so good. true to the comics. Like Matt Fraction will be super stoked with all these stills. And I hope he's getting a cut from the from the show because it looks like it's spinning right out of his Hawkeye series. Um, by the way, I picked up the number one issue from Justin's Comics. Nice. At a great price. That was a while ago. But we'll talk about Justin's Comics a little bit in the comics section. Anyway, please, go ahead. Uh, I, I can't help it. I'll do verbal diarrhea when you do some of these shows. All right, well, Hawkeye was number one on the list. So it's going to happen. So good. Sorry, it's going to oh, happen. I cannot wait to see Jeremy Renner. It looks so good. Uh, Moon Knight. Moon, okay. Which we had announcements for about a month ago now. Moon Knight, we did get announcements for. We don't really have much more news on it, as, aside from the fact that Oscar Isaac apparently has been cast as Mark Spector. Yep. Also, which, Solid Snake. I just had to throw that in there. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. He's a great actor. He's a great actor. I don't so know I'm how reserve, he's going to... Yeah. I'm reserving judgment. Let's not let's not get sidetracked. There's <laughs> yeah, a lot sorry, to sorry. cover here. Um, Armor Wars. So stupid awesome. <laughs> so are you kidding me? They're going to take... and So I think that is obviously not a movie. I think that is a series for Disney Plus, right? I believe they're, so. They're Don Cheadle, who, first of all, on his own right, is awesome. Is it essentially the Iron Legion, but under uh Dude, they're they're gonna do the storyline. They're gonna okay. run the one of the greatest Iron Man storylines. That's awesome. Into a series. It's fantastic. You get to see all of the different variations of the armor, which spinning out of Iron Man three, directed by Shane Black, how we see this come to fruition after he destroyed all these different types of armor, but then we still have the Hulk bolster. <laughs> so excited I came to talk. <laughs> Hulkbuster armor um, and all of those different ones that the suits of armor, like Spider-Man's Iron Spider armor that we saw in Infinity War, uh, all these different suits that Tony still has on deck and satellites ready to go. Well, that was all since uh, he, he had the new um, the new material. I mean, I'm nanotech. Nanotech, thank Extremis. you. Since, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah. The nanotech, which they uh, pulled off after the superior Iron Man story arc uh, and really kind of grafted into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You're right. There's a lot of stuff he can do now, which, by the way, is really cool. Is the nanotech the bleeding edge armor? Or no, is it... it's after that. Okay, it's at, okay. So the bleeding edge armor is really cool, though. Uh, I know the artist on that particular arc was uh, Salvador LaRocca. I forgot who wrote that. That might have been Fraction, too, during his Iron Man run. But it, it like it's it's just sick. Like there's literally nothing that Iron Man cannot do now, and everybody saw that though in Endgame. Except uh, looks like he can't live. But everyone else who gets <laughs> that was harsh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Stuff in the chat. <laughs> everyone, yeah, Chill has left the chat. Everyone's seen Endgame now. Yeah, like, you know what. Happened. And if you haven't, you're what? What are you doing? Uh, it's the one way. But anyway, um. Yeah, that armor is going to do a lot. But now that Stark's gone, this is a really good like kind of hole that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to fill. There's all this technology out there. Who's going to get it? And that's why Armor Wars, I think, is going to be a very thrilling series. Do you think they're going to pull... I mean, obviously, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is huge at this point. Do you think they pull Wakanda and Vibranium into that conversation now also or no? 
They just keep it separate. I doubt they need to. Well, yeah, that's probably it, true. It'll probably be mentioned. Maybe but, sprinkled. But that Stark tech. Yeah. I mean, the tech, the idea behind it. Although, you know, you talk about T'Challa's sister, whose mm-hmm. name, unfortunately, escapes me at the moment. She's brilliant. She's a genius. Shiri. 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 That's yeah. her. Shuri. But she needs to be the next Black Panther anyway. Right. Uh, but to not have her appear in the Armor Wars be ridiculous. I mean, take one look at Bucky's arm now in, in Winter Soldier and the Falcon. And Did you're you like, see those stills? Oh, his oh armor. Oh, my God. <laughs> that arm is so sick. Good. It's definitely vibranium. Oh, yeah. So you need her to show up just to talk or at least be mentioned. But, I mean, I still think you have fallout from, you know, your very first Iron Man villain, Iron Monger. So. Oh, Obadiah. Obadiah Stain. Yeah. Um, he has a lot a lot of family. You still have to deal with the fallout from Iron Man 2. Um, which Whiplash. Gave you Whiplash. I mean, there's a ton of people who have access to Iron Man tech that we haven't really seen. I mean, essentially. You saw Justin Hammer running around, too. He went he, to jail. He didn't die. Even nope. better. But then you still have uh, Zola. Oh, yeah. Who's kind of round. And then you also have. Um, Didn't he die in Winter Soldier, though? Well, his brain. His brain lives on. So his consciousness is around. Okay. But then you also don't forget. Uh, oh, God. I don't know why. his He was the the mastermind behind Civil War. Oh, he's so good. Oh, Zemo. Oh, Zemo. Zemo. Baron Zemo. Baron Zemo. He's still around and he's alive. Yeah. And is this, he technically. This is a man who is aware of stuff, though. Yeah, he's very smart. He'll get to it. Um, But then there's still Pepper Potts. She has to run Stark's company. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot that we can get. And uh, obviously, War Machine is still around. Plenty of places they can go. There's a lot of story there. Who was the the villain that they... It was a a shamble of a villain in three... Guy Pierce. No, no, no. You're talking about... Kingsley. uh, uh, Ben Ben Kingsley. And he played... played, he played the not Mandalorian. Mandarin, the Mandarin, the Mandarin, the yeah. Mandarin. Uh, or a fake, the fake Mandarin. Mandarin. He wasn't yeah. the real Mandarin, though. Yeah. That's yeah. right. And we'll probably get a real Mandarin because out of Shang Chi, which is oh, yeah. a Marvel cinematic movie, rings, we should yeah. get should be the Ten Rings, and the group that he comes from is the Ten Rings of Power, mm-hmm. which is probably one of the better Iron Man villains in comics. So. I'm surprised yeah. in the first Iron Man movie where they, you know, glossed over that stuff. They didn't like kind of like nod into it a little bit more. It it was new. Yeah. It yeah. was new. Yeah. Uh, if they did that movie now, yeah, they'd nod the hell into it. Dope AF. Um so sorry, so super yeah. excited about Armor Wars. Well, so we got over there. Uh She-Hulk? Oh god. It's <laughs> be so good. It's already been wait. cast. Uh when do they start filming? Like I think 2022. I'm actually not sure. Sorry. I I think they do start filming either into 2021 or in beginning 2022. It's it's coming. But the <laughs> exciting thing about that is I really hope that they lean hard into the Peter David run of She-Hulk and grab a little bit of Charles Soule. His run on She-Hulk was great because Jennifer Walters is an attorney by trade, and so is Charles Soule, which was great when he wrote Daredevil because we all know that Mark, Matt Murdock is a lawyer. Yeah. So to see somebody who knows the lingo run those stories would be fantastic then you got the uh, secret invasion all right real quick <laughs> we have to pump the brakes on secret invasion uh because that was one of bendis's best marvel crossovers um anytime that you have an invading force say our god loves you 
and then you have Nick Fury say, yeah, well, my God has a hammer and point at <laughs> Thor, yeah. you know it's awesome. <laughs> I mean, that's a sick, yeah. sick comic series. Um, that's great. But Kevin Feige actually referenced that as probably one of the greatest crossovers in Marvel comicdom. Which They're going to pull a lot from it. Which is huge from the dude who just did Endgame. Dude, Feige knows his stuff. Feige does. Feige. I love that Feige's as much of a fan as he is a great producer and I would I would love to just sit down with Feige. Obviously, everyone who has a podcast would. But to be able to just sit down and be like, so... Just to pick his brain. Where are you at with Infinite Crisis over at DC? <laughs> like, that's what I want to know. I want to know, like, yeah, you've got the keys to Marvel. You own that kingdom now. Good for you. And by the way, utmost well done. Stellar, utmost stellar job so far. Well so done. far. I just want to know what's the story you want to do that you can't. And I assume it has to be DC because anything at Marvel at this point, they'll be like, Yeah, man. They're gonna let him run. That's with you. It. That's just, you. That's just, your there's, choice. There's some stories you might want to do. But it's within Disney still. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you're he's a ma- just monster Star Wars fan. Yeah, there's probably and there's also a lot of Marvel. But stuff there's also a lot of do. there's also a lot of uh, competition over at Lucasfilm for that. So I mean, Filoni and Favreau's got a stranglehold right now. Yeah, I was gonna say they uh, they kind of anyway, have a but yeah, good Feige, grip on it. Sitting with Feige over the Marvel storyboard right now. Ooh. Like Ooh. there's stuff I want to talk about. Like you want to do Secret Wars? <laughs> How are you gonna bring the Silver Surfer back in? <laughs> There's plans already. I though. know. Like, they have plans. I know. They're yeah. already talking about plans for Fantastic Four, but let's talk about what was really announced today. Well, no, there's one more. One more that I'm like, well, excited about, but it's not the not the ones that we can't wait to get to. So Ironheart. Ironheart. So Riri Williams, mm-hmm. uh, which makes sense. Tony Stark's not around anymore. But there is a way that Tony Stark himself could come back, Robert Dine Jr. Because in the Ironheart series, or Iron Man, while Stark was kind of not around in the comics, he ran an AI that kind of gave advice to Riri. And she did great, by the way. Uh, And then eventually, of course, Tony came back and Riri joined the champions as Ironheart instead of Iron Man. And, um, I mean, she's still, she's a great character in her own right. So this is going to be a live action, right? Yes. Series? Yeah. Okay, I, I I'm just down wanted, with it. I wasn't sure because I I read some things that say me, it was going to be animated, and then not that I don't have faith in it, but to me, the success of Ironheart comes down to who they cast as Riri, because mm-hmm. they have to be young, but they have to be a character you can believe in. You know, like just because like a young person who also happens to be of color, like Riri, you still need a character that you believe is smart and is incredibly driven and is just the the character that I think I think it was Dan Slott wrote in the comics. They did so well. Oh, that might have been Bendis, actually. It's the, it's the, that was Bendis. It's the moral the, like the morally upstanding just oh go yeah. all out. I mean like just essentially a hero for a new age, right? The one a hero that's smart enough to give Iron Man a moment where he goes, uh, you could do this. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's what that show hinges on. I think that show could be really good. I do. Yep. Yeah, it'll be good. But there's more new shows, too. There's so much more. Yeah, we still got Scarlet Wish and Vision coming out. Or was WandaVision. It, was it WandaVision. WandaVision, yeah. which drops, what, January 15th? Yeah, Have you guys heard any rumors about that or seen anything? Cause, well, uh, just seen, seen, like, a trailer a long time ago. Hang on I, a second. I'm trying not to. Let me tell you. Yeah, along with John right there, once we're finally starting to get the shows, I don't want to know more. 
because I want to be surprised. Yeah, that I want to watch the show and go, oh, they did that from the comics. Oh my god, they're bringing that back from the movies. Oh my god, they're touching on that run in the comics because a lot of that's what I shot and done already. So like, there are like maybe possibly legitimate rumors out there about that show because it's been shot and been been like it's there's a trillion stills and, sure yeah. you know a bunch of trillion rumors going out there but i'm i'm really hoping they go with that yeah yeah exactly good a certain uh, storyline and i'll just i'll just so we've got one i'll die happy and one division and then we've got um falcon winter soldier which we already knew about almost like for a while now. we're almost gonna get it like, oh, yeah. it's so close we can taste it right but uh we even see john walker already as the u.s agent yep, yep for that sure series did. which Still looks awesome. Yep, looks good. And then, uh, honestly, one of the shows I'm most looking forward to that just dropped a brand new trailer, Loki. Loki looked just so good. As we were recording this, we saw the new two-minute trailer. We may have taken a break. To watch it. When we saw it pop up. (laughs) For Loki, and I'm going to be completely honest, as a guy who's a fan... That show was one of the first ones announced for Disney Plus yeah, and in the Marvel back Studios. Immediately, didn't it? And I kind of forgot about it and lost interest. And then I just saw this trailer and I thought to myself, "Wow, there's <laughs> Owen Wilson. I'm right back wow. in it. Wow, wow, wow!" And wow. I was 100 on board, of course, because Tom Hiddleston brings all of the sass. I mean, everything that embodies Loki is 100 present, yeah. and the it looks like the production value is on level to be a Marvel Studios film. And even when you see him in the trailer, like you, you already get a sass. You already get those like one-liners, and he's like, "Well, you better be ready." Like <laughs> that, he is famous for. Yeah, I can't wait. And you also, but it's also exciting because you know that you get to see other Asgardians like Heimdall. Can you believe they were supposed to be basically done with his storyline after the first Avengers movie? Yes. How insane to me. Well, they had to, like, scrap everything, rewrite it. He needs to be a bigger part. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't even supposed to be in Ragnarok. Remember, we talked about it in the after hours. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. should not have been. His character should have been, like, originally was written to be dead. And I love love the approach that this trailer takes. Like, you get to see that this show is one big heist across the Marvel Universe. And you get to see anybody who thinks that Tom Hiddleston should have been James Bond there is Spot a, on. there is a scene that will satisfy that urge for you because he's in a plane with a bag of money and he is <laughs> he has sunglasses 100 percent hair slicked back in the suit ready to perform for her majesty's country with 007 style and then all of a sudden you just hear him go heimdall you better be ready <laughs> And then the rainbow bridge opens while he's midair after jumping out of the plane. Yeah, no parachute there. <laughs> I really hope. Well, he's art. Well, yeah, he's already gone. I guess Idris Elba's not going to be Heimdall. No, I need him to be. I yeah, exactly. I like, need him. Well, no, he'll still be there. It it's a different be, it timeline. Should, it should be oh, him because it's, yeah. it's set in a different timeline. So we see in the trailer that the show takes place as it immediately picks up in Endgame, Endgame yeah. where he got the cube back yeah. and right. disappeared. So we see him. Uh, and, and it's, now, granted, it could be a different scene, but the way they cut the trailer was... I, that's what he, it looks like. He picked up the, the Tesseract, teleported, teleported to a desert, and then woke up. But granted, you don't see any of his bindings, and you don't see the Tesseract next to him when he wakes up. So it may be a different scene, but it's still very interesting that we, we are picking it up right from his, um, I guess, escape from 
uh, Endgame. Endgame. And you also get to see a huge um, Marvel cosmic character brought into the Cinematic Universe, and that's the Living Tribunal. Yeah. Which, if you know, you know. If you don't, we don't have the time to talk about it. <laughs> we go, can go, huh? go hit Wikipedia real quick. Yeah. <laughs> but you're going to find out. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. So it's just another example where I love just the the risk everybody in these Marvel shows is willing to take, yeah. especially after Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, honestly, all the Marvel and Star Wars shows at this point are all taking risks. And I am so happy with what Disney's doing. Like, I, I honestly I can't really believe some of them. Off. They're crushing it. I mean, some of the stuff that, I mean, I know Feige's doing a ton of stuff and taking good risk and getting great fan action out of it. Same thing that Filoni and Favreau are doing with the man. Like, it's insane to me what these three guys are doing. And the directors are helping, too, on the Marvel side, obviously. Like, you've got some great directors powered, uh, powering that side also. So, it's just insane the... Um, the fandom has to be happy. Like you can't not be happy. Well, it right started now. with the fandom, and now these guys are taking it. Yeah, but like currently, especially today, they're still happy. If you're a fan, like nobody you was, were happy. Nobody was unhappy with Endgame. Think <laughs> about that. Like nobody was unhappy. Like, and that's hard. And and then and then nobody was unhappy. I didn't hear a whole lot of complaints about Homecoming or not Homecoming. Sorry, um, Spider Man. Far from home. Far from home. Like didn't hear complaints about that. Like so. Like that's just it. Like they are killing it like mm-hmm. they are delivering for their fans every single chance they get can do no wrong yeah and the, here's the thing that blows my mind now they're now delivering for fans outside the theater yeah which is unbelievable i honestly thought that i was gonna have to put my fandom on hold for a while and then just recently disney was like guys we have to pivot we now have to focus on the streaming as the way to generate revenue yeah and today they announced it blew our minds. Honestly, I'm waiting for them to tell us that Disney Premium will be the only way you get Star Wars or Marvel. And that's one more thing I'm paying for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just another streaming service. I'm like, guys, okay. I got this. We're eating yeah. ramen this month because yeah. <laughs> let me show you the schedule of Marvel films coming out. Yeah. Like every week we get a new episode and then, oh, wait, every other month is a new movie at this point. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm on board. Yeah. That and HBO Max. Well, anyway, um, are there any other shows that we wanted to touch on? No, I think that was all the big announcements from today. Uh, f- as for Marvel items coming out. Yeah, well, we talked we talked about Far From Home, yeah. which is a beautiful segue into, God, the rumor mill the past week and a half has been insane. All the castings for this movie. for So the third Spider-Man film, which tentatively could be called Home Run, <laughs> is insane uh, and we'd all be okay with that so a little while ago we we did mention that they announced that jamie fox would be returning as electro which was weird i was i was semi-skeptical i was like eh, whatever but, but but it came from reputable sources right stuff like that and then this week just went off the hinges like it went nuts let me tell you who they actually confirmed there's only one name i needed to see yeah, yeah, but there were two that blew my mind. Yes. All right, so we're going to talk about the two that blew my mind, and we're going to talk about the one you needed to see. And I was like, yeah, yeah, let's do this. Okay, so the two that blew my mind was, we're going to get <coughs> Kirsten Dunst, Mary Jane from Samurai Me's Spider-Man trilogy, and then we're also going to get, I can't believe it, Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy 
from the second Spider-Man trilogy. And as I'm sitting there trying to rectify that in my mind, because of course we now have Zendaya as Mary Jane, right? Right. But we haven't really met Gwen Stacy yet. Nope, not in this universe. Not so much. And in, in like, in my my brain for casting wise, Emma Stone should be Mary Jane. Like, right? Like that's yeah, you get a redhead. Yeah, you know. the true redhead. And then Kirsten Dunst, if she wants, can be old Gwen Stacy because she's naturally blonde anyway, right? But she's like in her forties with us now. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm not there yet. Sorry, guys, if you're if you're watching. Uh, Spider-Man in the early 2000s, all those characters are like around the 40 mark, so I <laughs> hate to do that. Um, but the the one the one casting confirmation that came out this week that I can't believe they did, Alfred Molina's back is Doc Ock. What's I, that? I'm sorry, do you need four tentacles removed from your ears because you can hear that? <laughs> That's right. The best Spidey villain of all of the Spider-Man movies is going to be back. Alfred Molina's Doc Ock, guys. So I, good. There's I wonder... One, it was my favorite Spider-Man movie, so I'm okay with all that. That Spider-Man 2 is my The Dark Knight and my Empire Strikes Back of the Spider-Man films. Oh, yeah. It's the best. It Far better than the rest. Let's let's just put it past that. <laughs> like, the rest aren't terrible, but it has everything it really you does. need from a Spider-Man movie. Great story-driven, uh, uh, also villainous undertones of you know just a different different storylines it's awesome I you have it. your frankenstein monster right the guy who's trying to do it for the right reasons suffers the horrible accent skews his vision Sills trying to do the right thing but of course is now doing it for all the wrong reasons and he's stealing from banks to make money to fund his experiment and all that i mean it's classic classic spider-man stuff i love spider-man too and now we get more of it. I can't believe it. What else? <sighs> what else, though? Because if we have all these characters, then now... Justin's so excited you can't there, talk. There's reports of Andrew Garfield signing on. There's reports of Tobey Maguire. As, which lo- as long I as Andrew need. Garfield shows up to set on time, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> the movie's delayed with three months. He Shots fired. Man, he's going hard. Uh, just do not give me uh, the... The Green Goblin from Amazing Spider-Man. Oh no, my goodness! Please leave no. him. Yeah, leave let's him. let's leave that one out. Let's pretend like it didn't happen. Well, you know what? Um, God, there's so much news coming out on that Spider-Man three movie. It's ridiculous. So, uh, Daredevil's gonna make an appearance. No, no, no. Mm-mm. Go back. You have to slowly unveil that. The thing <laughs> that Justin is most excited about. I am. I like. I cannot. I cannot keep still. I tell so, you what. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to think about which Daredevil that is from what series on what streaming platform. I want you to just break all that exciting okay. stuff down. So let me let me get right into this real quick. Charlie Cox from the Netflix series Daredevil will be making an appearance. Uh, we're not sure how so far, but rumor is he will be an attorney for Peter Parker as Matt Murdock. Would be okay. good. <clears throat> I only hope he. I only hope like beyond the attorney line, I, I he better beat the crap out of somebody with a baton. I mean, I, you you imagine if they're going to put him in there for that, it's not just an Easter egg that oh that's Daredevil. It's going to be a oh no, there's Daredevil beating the hell out of somebody right now. And exactly, uh, I can't. I I swear I 
I will be I will be able to die happy if this happens in full form. So I'll give you a big prediction time. Ready for this? Go ahead. Do you want to see him introduced first as Matt Murdock lawyer, or do you want to see him first as Daredevil, and then you catch up as a lawyer? What I would like to see, like, is a uh, Spider-Man, you know, doing his thing. Because right now, Spider-Man's an outlaw, mm-hmm. you know, because of Jameson in the last movie. So I'm hoping, like, maybe we see Spider-Man trying to do some, like, incognito Spider-Man work. Daredevil saves his ass. And we get, like, a small glimpse. And then later on, you know, like, we see... I, I want to see him as both, really. Well, yeah, you want to see him in both roles. I'm just, I'm, I'm, but I'm just asking where you're going to see him first. Where are we going to see? He's going to be in the courtroom. You, he's going to be in the courtroom, yeah. first. You think? I, I have a strong feeling he's going to be in the courtroom, and it's going to be a small nod to it. And then later on in the movie, we're going to see some ass kicking awesomeness. See, I was thinking they were going to show him up as Daredevil, and Peter Parker as Spider Man sees him and says, "What the hell was that?" Like. Who the hell are you? Yeah, and maybe he can't catch up to him, or maybe he can't catch him, or whatever. And then we catch up to him as Matt Murdock, right? And then at some point, it gets revealed who it is, and then they you get the team up, you know. So like, um, I yeah. like I like where your head's at. I also like where your head's at. Here's how I think it happens. I think it's closer to Justin's version, but at the end of Far From Home, Spider Man's identity is revealed. Right? Mm-hmm. He needs representation, right? In court, Matt Murdock shows up. And then everybody's lawyer like, first. Everybody's like, "Shut up!" The blind <laughs> lawyer from shut, Hell's Kitchen. Shut up! Oh my God, where's Foggy? Like everybody <laughs> watching the movie is heavy breathing because I know I will. <laughs> I will. And then all of a sudden, like at asthma. the at the end of the for whatever reason in the movie, he's like, "Where are there ninjas now?" Mm. And then like Daredevil's popping around, kicking people in the face and stuff. He's like, "Hey, I know you. You're my lawyer." And he's like, "No, you don't." He's just like just beating, you know, just beating him as he sees him with a stick. Like (laughs) they were also talking about uh, Kingpin making an appearance too. I think that it's supposed to be, or well, rumor is that it's. uh, I can't off the top of my head. It's a D'Onofrio. There you go. There you go. And that I could only hope. The what I think we're actually going to get out of this movie with all these casting choices and stuff is there's a lot of. I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch is, he's on board. Mm-hmm. He's obviously on, and after his movie is the multiverse of madness and Kevin Feige's gone on record and said the future of the Marvel universe is the multiverse. I think what we end up getting is Spider-Man pulling a Rick Sanchez and finding the dimension oh, where no. his life is not wrecked. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. So, he, so gets, he, he starts surfing them. So he gets to see all these different ones, which is yeah. kind of like Spider Verse light. Right? Yeah. We have the awesome Spider Verse animated film from yeah. Sony, and we're getting another one. Oh, thank, yeah. Thank the Lord, because that movie was so awesome. It was, it was so great. But yeah, and we have these live action Spider Man already. In, in the world. So My to speak. sincere hope earlier we mentioned Donald Glover a little bit for Lando. I hope he comes back and ends up being the prowler. But I also want to see a window pocket universe where he's Miles. Yep. Yeah. That I want I want Donald Glover he's young to be enough. to well, not anymore. But I want but him to be, be like he can still look like it. I want him to be Miles Morales for maybe a hot second. Give me that Just fan a service. Cameo, real quick. I'll buy the ticket or the, the <laughs> streaming, whatever thing, three times to see that. It'll be good. Oh, so, there's, there's so many possibilities that are just coming with all this news that we've gotten recently. 
Because then the cool thing, though, is if we get Charlie Cox back, can we get Bullseye back? Please. From season three. Please. On the Netflix show, yeah. which I did not finish. I know. I know we roast you a lot about not seeing this like years ago. I still haven't finished. So whatever. It's fine. Oh, you haven't finished it. Look at you guys trying to throw shade on me. <laughs> okay. I will murk you. I give you a little bit of crap, and here we go. <laughs> you didn't give me I had to give it to myself. That's a good point. But anyway, you know. It's, Just because you beat us to it doesn't mean we weren't going to. Uh, were you? You were going to forget. We got a lot to cover still, though. We are still, I mean, like. Yeah, I mean, this, it was a packed week, man. I, I cannot believe. It was a packed day. Yeah. As far as movies and stuff were going, the only thing I wanted to talk about was Spider-Man 3. Yep. And then we had today's announcements, which were insane. Yep. yep. Which still banking on the Spider-Man 3 announcements, like, are we getting Topher Grace back? Are we going to see that Venom run in? Oh, I hope not. <laughs> run into Tom Hardy's Venom? And then not. Tom Hardy's film just absolutely trounces that one. Yeah. And you're like, oh, God. But uh, what I what I do think that they're putting together in the third Spider-Man film is some version of the Sinister Six. Uh, so what you just said leading into that, I think that's where Morbius kind of falls into play. Right, because that movie still is at some point slated to come out. Yep, yep. Sony doesn't really have the streaming service that Disney or... HBO, you know, Warner Brothers does. Like no, they, they still they have, have to sign on somewhere. They have to figure out what to do with that film. And with Michael Keaton's little cameo in the end of that trailer, it has to be connected. Mm. Ooh, All of Keaton. them have to be connected at this point. Michael Keaton makes me happy. Michael Keaton makes me happy, and I'm still excited to see him show up on HBO Max for the Flashpoint film. Oh, my God. That will probably come out on HBO Max. All right, one question. So many quick. great things Sorry happening. Sorry I brought up Michael Keaton, but well, no, one, one question. A little off topic. The other guys, is, Michael Keaton. No, is no. uh, <laughs> don't go chasing today's irreverent movie film. Is the other guys directed by Andrew Adam McKay, starring Will Ferrell and uh, Mark Marky Wahlberg? Mark. Marky Mark. <laughs> um, <laughs> we uh, can't do an episode without one. No, so. the uh, yeah. is is Batman Returns considered a Christmas movie? <gasps> I tried to sell that to my wife the other day because she asked me to put on a Christmas movie, and I said. It's Christmas time in the movie, honey, and she honey. considers Die Hard a Christmas movie. So I think I'm fair. It's fair game. I I mean I agree with her that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, just simply because it's Christmas time during the film. Okay, I'm willing to go with those rules. If if Die Hard's a Christmas movie because it's Christmas time during the film, Batman Returns is totally a Christmas. I'm film. on board with that. Excellent. I'm okay with it. All right, that's yeah. all I needed. Thanks, guys. All right, Appreciate cool. It. You're you know validated. What, you know what though? There's even like the resurrection parable with like Jesus Christ. Oh, like Catwoman good. dies, yeah. she comes back. She sure does. Yeah, yeah. that's an interesting. Yeah. That was that's Easter though. But yeah, good. I have yep. to go watch it again. <laughs> yeah, but the parable like Jesus is yes. associated with that. There's no Easter Batman film. Okay, get out. Of here. <laughs> right? There's like well, Easter. It counts as Easter also. Like, then no, no, like, it counts as Easter also. There you go. So you can watch it. Now we're wrapping in everything all at once. into next season. We're yeah. good. Perfect. There are Easter Batman villains though. I'll give you the Mad Hatter you know, for lack of a. Uh, <laughs> and everybody's like, "How?" And I'm like, "You know, you know." Uh, all right. You all right. Anyway, know. sorry. That was a yeah. So. Yeah, I just had to get a quick question. I love that was good, John this good week movie that question. took us off track. Yeah, that's good. Good Let's movie stay. question there. Let's <laughs> roll it back. You're good, man. All right, so uh, we got video game news next, right? So, do video game news, by the way, it's huge. Also, it's met. It's so is the size of the download and the update. Huge. Oh my god. We're going to talk about briefly, but we know next week when we come back, uh, Laser Eric is going to dive in depth on this. But this is a game that was announced in 2013. Had enough delays that nobody thought would actually come out 
So when it came out today, today, guys, we are so on topic today with all the <laughs> awesome news. It's a good day for us. It is. I'm really glad with, that we did it. <laughs> um, but Cyberpunk 2077 actually came out. And if you guys really wanted to be able to customize a character, today is your day. Yeah. That's Did it. you guys see the stills of... Oh, uh, there is some messed up stuff. <laughs> the guy that was like, I keep changing my dude's trousers, but his penis keeps hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I missed that one. I didn't, I didn't go... I'm not, and I'm not going to go looking for it. But. I saw it in several different posts. There. I was like, whatever you got to do. I mean, customize the, away. The 28 gig update. Yeah. <laughs> A 28 girth update. Yeah, that one. So my, uh, the guys from the Genghis Khan group that, the C2E2 group that I'm a part of, one of them was like, I can't wait. I'm going to make a girl with a massive penis. That's going to, <laughs> awesome. very excited. So, Duder, this is your shout out, buddy. Because uh, I laughed really hard at that. Once I realized that, Oh yeah, you can. <laughs> you can really do you it. You can actually do it. Customization is you, supposed to be off the charts. You could pierce a couple things and yeah. say, I mean, it's insane. <laughs> it's insane. Guys, I I watched a video. So this for is just our Ready Player One. This way to go, C D Project. Where, where, where they're accepted. By the way, Ready Player Two dropped last month. Yes, it did. Wait, what? We didn't even cover that. The book. The book cover. Oh, yeah, the oh book I was like, now. wait a minute. I didn't see any trailer. <laughs> uh, God, I love you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was a book first, and then the sequel to the book just came out last month. People read, Justin. They read. <laughs> he goes, I, he reads comics. Okay? Reading no, didn't no, do no good for nobody. <laughs> I I told that teacher learning lady I ain't read no books. <laughs> Reading's for rich people. <laughs> so anyway, um, Cyberpunk 2077 is actually out. And as you can guess. There's bugs. There's bugs. But specifically, the bugs are really plaguing people who are, and I'm not going to say behind, because I still don't think that PlayStation 4 and Xbox One are behind. They're just not cutting edge yeah. at the moment. They're just and, not. As and they're the ones who are experiencing the most bugs, which is crazy because this game should have debuted on those consoles. No, I think they did it because they started updating it because they knew the new consoles were going to come. So they started just gearing yeah. everything towards them because, well, you know. I want to make more money. Right. And don't get me wrong. I'm buying this game. Oh, it, it runs better on the new console. Idiots. Okay. First, it. Idiots. Before, hang on a second. Can you say console again? Console? Thank you. Because we're going to get fact-checked hard with pronunciation on console. Council? It's not the same as console. <laughs> hey, I can't console you enough. <laughs> council of Ricks. I love it. It's a console. All right. Uh, but it is, there is a lot of stuff going on with that game. There's already an update already. It launched today. There's a new update already. So I hope you have a lot of space on your brand new. Uh, I mean, as per all new games, as soon as they come out, there's always an update within a couple hours of them coming out. So, But we are excited to see um, what Laser Eric has for us on this because he's been excited about this for a long time. Uh, by the time we're recording in, it will have been at least a week, so he will have had plenty of playing time and neglecting his family. <laughs> <laughs> to get those hours in, and you know he'll do it. Supposedly, the campaign itself on Cyberpunk 2077 is 20 to 30 hours, depending. Uh, 35 to 45 hours long now, I just read today. That is a work week, uh, which he will gladly put in. I, I'm ready for it, too. Have fun, Eric. 
Like, I look forward to it. I look mm-hmm. forward to hearing him talk about it. Like, we might all just have to sit there and turn our mics off and just stare at him and all. You know those times when he goes crazy on Star Trek for a little while and we all have to shut up and just kind of listen? It's going to be like that, except we're all going to be interested. Yeah, this time I won't <laughs> reel it back in. That's that's going to be the difference. But we do look forward to that. <laughs> Speaking of video game news, uh, there is a couple of updates for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Apparently you play that. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm a big fan. Uh, I am uh, 42 and a half hours in. Really? Oh, yeah. How do you feel about the gameplay? Uh, fan. Uh, I Don't get me wrong. I've heard a lot of bad th- reviews. No, I'm, not asking, I'm, asking, I'm not asking about what you've read. Oh, no. Like, I've I'm had asking no, you. I've had, How do you feel about it? I've had not a single issue. I effing love it. What's, what's your favorite finishing move? Okay, so <laughs> there we go. So you can dual wield weapons, obviously. So I have an axe and a hammer, and there's sometimes whenever you finish off an enemy, you break, uh, you come off behind them, cut their legs out, break both their shoulders, and then smack them in the head, and it just goes flying off into the distance. And that's a that's a good finishing move. That's uh, that's a Mortal Kombat ish, right there, dude. It is brutal. Like, it is a combo breaker. <laughs> you're Whoopsie. not. A, you're not as good. I'm not. No, there's a reason that we soundbite Eric for saying that. We'll probably <laughs> drop that in later. But uh, if you're not playing it, you, you you need to check it out. It's, How's the story? The story is very in-depth. There's a lot of uh, dialogue. It's uh, very deep, very... You, you feel every moment of it. You're like, you are a part of it. What's it about? Vikings. <laughs> and Assassin's Creed. You know, Assassin's Creed. Have you played? Have you have you played Assassin's Creed? Yep. Okay, this is with Vikings. Any okay. one of the twenty-five of them, but it's awesome. Yeah. It's, okay. It, all of them. I'm a big fan of all of them. So am I. But uh, yeah, this one, it, it the story and the gameplay, everything. I love it. Okay. Is it fluid motion? How how how, how good is it? Because you know sometimes when you're playing those games, and especially the old the gameplay, yeah, there'll be there'll be cuts, and they'll be like, your character will like dive through people. And you're not supposed to dive through people. You know what I mean? As long as you're not sitting there button mashing like crazy. What do, you, what do you mean? How else do you play? <laughs> I'm controlled gameplay. I'm kidding. You're good, man. But no, uh, like I said, I haven't had a single issue with mine, and I play on an Xbox One. Oh, that's good. But, okay. Or Xbox One X. I think God doesn't have the Madden issue where you like throw a pass through somebody. <laughs> or through yeah. the stadium. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. That's the Mike Vick pass. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Right? Madden 04, baby. That's cool. That's good. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, that's a callback. <laughs> I have one serious question about Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Wake up. Because I've not played it, but I know it's Vikings level. Mm-hmm. And I'm familiar with Assassin's Creed. So when you want to sync your map, yeah. you go to the Telus point, you hit the eagle eye kind of vision. Yeah, the synchronization thing. I swear, if they did not replace the eagles with Odin's ravens. We have ravens. Okay, we do? We have a raven. <laughs> All right. Well, that's nice. They did not mess this up because I know you can wield Mjolnir. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's gonna, a hell it's, of a lot of work to yeah, get to you it. Yeah, you're going to have to go through some gameplay to What's get that? to it. But you can, you can wield Mjolnir. You can get Odin's uh, spear. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm, okay. miss, I'm missing cool. something right off the bat some, right the, here. Uh, is it Jarborn? The axe? You, I, you might be able to. I, I don't know if. Yeah, I don't know that one yet. Sick, so but I know sick weapons. weapons in, yeah. Dude, yeah, you get Mjolnir, and you can dual wield both. So you know, go to town, Gotta break some the, uh, mofo's faces. Great yeah. Odin's beard <laughs> <laughs> by the beard of Zeus. 
Uh, no, no, Odin. Odin. Stay on theme, buddy. Stay sorry, on theme. Sorry. Don't go Ron Burgundy. Yeah, I me. was going to say you had to you uh, had to bring it up in my head. I'm Assassin's uh, Creed. Another, another Will <laughs> reference. That's the second right. one tonight. Okay. <laughs> All right, so that is solid video game news. A couple of updates for you and something to look forward to on the next episode. Now, unfortunately, uh, we would talk about toys, but we can't. Because uh, John would go hard again for a while, but there is a really cool new Nerf blaster coming out. Yeah, it's freaking awesome, and it's a replica of Mando's long blaster. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little expensive there too. It is. It's from Hot Toys, isn't it? Well, is it from Hot Toys? No, I know it's a Nerf one That's, for I real. Think it's for just real, a Nerf gun. I I don't. I didn't. I thought was there was a collaboration there, but I, oh, there it may be a collaboration, but yeah. I could be wrong on that, but it's 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 pretty sick looking. I can't, ah, uh, you know, I love my Nerf guns, and well, Justin does too. Oh, dude, and it looks sweet, and at least the colors are enough off where you know it's a fake rifle, which is good. <laughs> you can't hold up yeah, a bank yeah, with but, it, <laughs> but the shape of it, you'd still be like, why is this guy pitching a long tuning fork at me? <laughs> Do you like how it loads? Like it's got that pop loader, and then you click it down like a real rifle. It's, uh, it's it's pretty it's, sick. It's ten darts, one load at a time, which would probably drive somebody like Justin here nuts because it's like, what do you mean it only loads one at a time, you noob? Anyway, yeah, you have to sit there and constantly reload it every five and a half. It's because they disappear when you hit them. No, I'm just kidding. What? Um, but anyway, it's one hundred and twenty dollars. Oh man. <laughs> I'm dumb enough to pre-order. Like I'm, <laughs> my wife would be like, our For children need to eat. Mandalorian <laughs> rifle I'll be like, they can eat this Nerf dart. Yeah. Right from up across, in from across the galaxy. Oh, man. But yeah, it's uh, it's due to come out in July 2021. But it's uh, it just is. It looks really good. It looks really good. And it, I mean, yeah, I can't, I can't say it's a great buy because like I said, for $120, you can get like 120 shot <laughs> semi-automatic <Right. laughs> Nerf gun. <laughs> Fully automatic Nerf gun. <laughs> uh, but it's a good time. I'm not sure if they had um, if that was actually a um, collaboration, and I think it's just through Nerf. I don't know. I haven't seen it on anything else, but uh, yeah, and I, I want it. They do put some really cool um, uh, details on it. I mean, all that good stuff, but yeah. Uh, as far as other toys go, I just can't. All this new Star Wars stuff makes my wallet like cringe because I just know in a year and a half there's going to be new Black Series figures and I'm going to have to buy more bookshelves. Oh, to put all the action figures on. Oh man, do the count. How many figures you got? I don't know. No, no. Not, I, you don't want to do that? Well, because I didn't count them yet. So I, good for you. You sent us the picture. We should throw it up on the site. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's good. I mean, I've got five Billy bookcases from IKEA. How many shelves? Uh, well, the Star Wars figures are six per bookcase. I'm sorry, six shelves per bookcase. Yeah. How many figures per shelf? Like thirteen. <laughs> well, no. Well, thirteen double stacks of twenty six. So yeah, I mean, and that's not all double stacked, and it's not all. Yeah, some of them are shorter shelves or uh, bigger shelves. So, you know, it's just, yeah, there's a lot of figures in there, in that room right now. Uh, can't wait to actually organize it all and throw it really up there. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> anyway. Uh, but, yeah, so my wallet cringes. Like, my uh, my two buddies that collect action figures also, they were just like. Who are they? Uh, so, John, 
John and Jeff. John and Jeff that you did the pop sale with. Yeah, they do all the all of my sales uh, for toys with. Yeah, a uh, couple great guys. Uh, that was the first thing that got brought up. Like, oh, did you see all this news? Oh, it's a great time to be a Star Wars fan. Yep, sure is. My wallet's going to die. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's going to be really rough because we're going to get new characters. We're going to get existing characters in different outfits. Like, it's going to be insane. So, I mean, Hasbro and Disney are going to blow up the profit margins uh, on those. Absolutely. Um, it's amazing that Hasbro got that Star Wars account. I don't know how they nailed it from, um, well, Kenner a long time ago. So, I'm glad they did, though. Oh, yeah, they're doing a great job with the figures. I know you guys got to unbox the Mando. You mean child. last episode? Yeah. The one you had me pick up from Target? Yeah, that you was fool. a great time. Uh, All right, the jig's up on that one, though. It's a real cool figure, Everyone though. knows that was your opener box. It is. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a good one, though. Um, Which is really funny, because that was your opener, but yet I meticulously repackaged it. Yeah, it looks great in the it, package right it now. It really looks like it's unboxed Yeah, still. you would have to look and make sure that tape was cut out. But yeah, you definitely cut the tape on it. It was, uh, for all those listeners that didn't think it was out of the box, it was definitely out of the box. Yeah, that was last episode, episode 46. Uh, but I did happen to know about it, which was, you know... Still, still cringeworthy and funny <laughs> to listen to. Even though you told me to do it, hearing it, you were probably like, uh, and then I just wanted to see Eric and Matt's face while you were doing it. I think that was the one thing that I'm just like, I missed. Like if I would have been able to like go to the restroom and come back down and you were opening the figure <laughs> and just see their faces as they see me walk back in, I think that would have been uh, priceless, but I'm sure Eric was already freaking out because <laughs> he is one of those guys. I feel like that would just be like, you're not actually opening. No. Oh, <laughs> I just, I, I, I saw his face while he was saying everything. So it was good. It was a good time. I actually need to get back to target. I saw some of the old school, uh, X-Men toys from the early nineties. Oh yeah. They're releasing the six and the, yeah, uh, the, the six inch figures of six, them. And my God, there was a gambit there. The gambit. I, I'm is, surprised the I did staff. not pick it up. Yeah. He's yeah, got the bow staff and the cards. The, the gambit rogue and storm are the three tough ones to get a hold of that. I saw all three of them when yeah. I picked up your toy. A bunch well, of them. Well, I wouldn't say hard to get a hold of it. I was one of those, like, those are the the most seeked. Sought after. Yeah. I mean, I they're really looking for those. Uh, and part of the problem is, too, like, they just got released. So that they're all over the forums and stuff like that. Yeah, cool. same, as, same as some of the Star I'm Wars I'm going ones. right back to Target tomorrow. <laughs> right. I'm serious. I'm going right back because I'm a grand. Because they're that awesome. Gambit's sweet. The Gambit looks awesome. The Gambit is sick. I mean, yeah, and they're on the flat cards just like you had as a kid. So, like, yeah, I mean, Hasbro's doing a great job with a lot of, um, well, I mean, they're crushing it right now. So, can't go wrong with Hasbro right now. All right. So, uh, segueing from that from toys to comics, that's a great way to talk about it. Uh, the old school X-Men toys, because we do have one piece of comic book news that I just cannot not mention so DC uh, launched, well, is about to launch their Future State uh, Publishing Initiative, uh, which will give us a small taste of a few years in the future of the DC Universe, and we're getting some really cool stuff. Uh, one of them is the new Wonder Woman, who is essentially designed and created by one of my favorite artists and writers at DC, and that's Joelle Jones. Um God, she's fantastic. I was fortunate enough to meet her years ago and then back again at C2E2, and she's so fantastic. She did. Um, she worked with Tom King towards the – she designed the wedding dress for Catwoman when she, she was supposed to marry oh, Batman, cool. right? <clears throat> uh, she did that. I've got a couple books signed by her, and she also had um, 
oh god, it's killing me. The name of her create your own series, uh, where the like stay at home fifties mom who goes to Tupperware's parties, Tupperware parties, things like that, is also a professional assassin. <laughs> well, of course. Oh, she's like so Mrs. Good. Smith kind of do. God, it's such a good series, and it's blanking on me right now. Like I can see the character, I can see the the cover of the book, and it's just killing me. But anyway, she has a new Wonder Woman uh, that looks incredible for DC's future state. Uh, but we also get a new Batman. Mm-hmm. So when this Batman was revealed, this Batman was wearing a full, complete mask, so over the mouth and everything. And today, of all days, like today we don't have enough. Right, there's right? too much. But it broke in all the comic book news websites, uh, including IGN and all the other ones, that the new Batman for DC Future State. <clears throat> hang on to you. Hang on to your capes, everybody. The new <laughs> Batman is black. Oh, my God. Digest that for a moment. Take your take your time. Take your time. So the bottom of his face mask is damaged and blown off, and you see that he is indeed a person of color and is none other than Tim Fox. So awesome. Tim Fox debuted a long time ago. Is that Lucius Fox's... Uh, a strange son. Yeah. Yes. So uh, Luke Fox is Batwing, in the current Batman continuity. Right. And he does incredible work. He's very smart, just like his dad, but he's also like MMA fighter trained. uh, And then trained. Was he a Marine or was he in the army? I can't remember which one. I honestly forgot how that worked out, but uh, James Tinney and the fourth really kind of fleshed that out kind of a little bit into the Batman mythos after he picked up, well, first in detective comics and after he picked up in Batman after Tom King and uh, Batman number 86, he kind of gave us a taste of that. And then um, to see that person, because in the future state we have two Batman. Mm-hmm. Really. We have Tim Fox, and then we have the Dark Detective, which is essentially Bruce Wayne without sleeves. Right. So he's still doing like his typical work, but the main Batman is, is Tim Fox. And I don't know if you guys are familiar, but Twitter is a thing. And are, they just, are the uneducated people just losing their mind right now? Fans, mm, yeah. fans of Batman, the one true Batman, are all losing their minds. But there's also um, some people who have really good suggestions. And they said, well, future state Batman should be John Paul Valley. Asriel. Asriel, yeah. Right? And especially since Asriel, I think his most recent adventures have been Justice League Odyssey where he is the Batman of space, mm-hmm. if you will, for lack of a better term, I see it. I'm like, well, there's at least a thoughtful approach than just the negative. Ain't my Batman. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ain't my this, Batman. This is as crude as you could be, huh? <laughs> but this is kind of an interesting time period for Batman right now anyway because we see Batman without his fortune, right, after the events right. of Joker War, mm. uh, where Joker finally hit Batman where it hurt if you're not going to murder a Robin or cripple a Batgirl, you're going to drain Batman's bank account. And that's where and it really suddenly counts. he really cares, right? <laughs> like, like Maybe uh, I will kill him after all yeah. this time. Thanks, Bruce. Yeah, let us know. Uh, which is a way oversimplification. I thought it was really funny. Uh, but we we do get to see a new take on Batman, which obviously this isn't the Batman. It's not the Batman we're going to have five years from now. It's just a new, fun way to kind of take all of the DC characters into the future just a little bit. I mean, in my opinion, it, you know, we've had plenty of Bruce Wayne. Let's 
look at other options. You know? I, and, and we still, even in Future State, have a Bruce Wayne. Have, yeah, he's still there. So it's cool. Uh, so I'm yeah. actually kind of excited about it. I love Lucius Fox. Yeah. Uh, he kind of got a raw deal during Joker War, so I'd love to see him come back and, and do well uh, in Future State. But uh, other than that, there is a little bit more comic book news. If you are a fan of Marvel or a fan of Venom or Silver Surfer Black or Donnie Cates in general, you have been waiting for Noel to come for a long time. Decimate. Noel has been coming for like a year and finally showed up in the Marvel Universe at Earth this past week as King and Black number one came out. And let me tell you something. Anybody here a fan of the century? Century, yeah. Rob Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Anybody read The Siege, number four, where he rips violently Ares in half? It's awesome. Yeah, here's a spoiler for you. <laughs> yeah. He gets his comeuppance oh, from yeah. Noel in this particular issue, which is great because he's such a powerhouse. Uh, the Century flies through a celestial's head to get to Noel. And Noel just goes, oh, I remember you. And then tears him in half. It's an epic. That's awesome. It is unbelievably wow. epic. Better be gory as hell, too. And, but it's not. It's not. What? It's it's kind of stylized, more colorized. Uh, it's not as gory as Ares being torn in half. Uh, but that is, that's a huge moment from comic books. Um, it was weeks ago, though, now. So no spoilers. And uh, Symbiote God rips apart Sentry. And he completely blocks out the light from Earth. So awesome. it's incredible. Uh, so we'll we'll see what the hell happens in the other four issues of this series, I think. Uh, it cannot go well, though. <laughs> it doesn't look great. <laughs> it it does not. Earth it does. doesn't stand a chance. Donnie Cates doesn't really give you this thing called hope early <laughs> in his series. He crushes your hope early and, on. In fact, if I'm being completely honest with you, he doesn't give you hope till <sighs> not even the end, right? Like, <laughs> Like, at the end of the series, he'll give you this thing called, here's the resolution. But you don't feel good about what comes after this story either. And that happened in Absolute Carnage last year. And you're like, yeah, I don't don't think that resolved well. And uh, now we've got (laughs) Null showing up. So, Uh, Uh, But but he's currently doing well, killing it in Thor, uh, which smartly Thor was removed from this particular issue. Uh, but there. Storm gets to gets to trounce some some characters from it, which is dope. So, see her unleash a little bit, a little bit. We get to see the X Men play a big role in the Marvel universe for a moment since they've been so removed with Hickman's X Men run for a uh, long time, which is still cool. You yeah. Know? So to see them show up was bad. Language. Dirty mouth. But really, that's all I have on comics uh, this week. Of course, uh, Chip Zdarsky is killing it over in Daredevil. Daredevil number 25 is heating up the secondary market. Uh, so if you can find that for under 20 bucks, grab it. Otherwise, you'll be paying way more. <laughs> Check that out. It's an expensive issue. Yeah. Uh, but that's it. That's it. That's all I've got for comics. And that means it is time for Dad, Dad Jokes. jokes. <laughs> I've been sending them to you guys like crazy as much as I can find them. All right. Well, I mean, who wants to who wants to round them out for us? Oh, I got you real quick. Don't worry about it. Okay. Are you guys ready for it? Yes. Well, why don't eggs tell jokes? I don't even know why I'm laughing already, but all right. They crack each other up. <laughs> Come on. What um, do you call a snowman temper tantrum? 
a meltdown. <laughs> I mean, Brandon should be really happy. I, I found a clean list this this week. I'm impressed, actually. <laughs> let, let me get one in before you move on. Go for it. Did you hear about the seafood restaurant that will give you calamari in exchange for money? They practice squid pro quo. <laughs> oh, there it is. That's a good one. <laughs> to the guy who stole my antidepressants, I hope you're happy. <laughs> uh, did you hear the rumor about butter? Well, I'm not going to spread it. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that so funny? My neighbor banged on my door at 3 a.m., screaming and shouting hysterically. The poor fella. Luckily, I was up practicing my drums at the time. <laughs> Shout out to production, Matt. Right. <laughs> Dad, can you put my shoes on? No, I don't think they'll fit me. <laughs> I just saw my wife trip over a trip over and drop a basket of clothes that she just ironed. I watched it all unfold. I butchered that one. Sorry, guys. <laughs> this graveyard's really. Do you want to rewind that? One? <laughs> I don't have that. I'll hit that. Just hit the flag. I'll put it in. All right. You want to do that joke again? Yeah. <laughs> I just saw my wife trip over and drop a basket of clothes that she, that she just ironed. I watched it all unfold. <laughs> all right. Okay. You know, I absolutely hate when people talk behind my back. They disgust me. <laughs> I've never been married, but I've had a few near misses. Hey, John, what do you call a hen that's good at arithmetic? Well, I don't know. A math chicken. Oh, my goodness. I struggled not to say meth. <laughs> I'm reading a book about anti-gravity. It's impossible to put down. <laughs> I have a I have a pencil that used to belong to William Shakespeare. He chewed it a lot. Now, I can't tell if it's to be or not to be. <laughs> what do you call a typo on a headstone? Grave mistake. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I wanted to be a multimillionaire just like my dad. He always wanted to be a multimillionaire too. <laughs> I get it. Oh my goodness. Oh. Hey John, here's a great joke for you since you're uh you know, we're still talking about naming your kiddo. Oh no. Can't wait. All right, ready? Amal and Juan are identical twins. Their mom only carries one baby photo in her wallet though. Because if you've seen one, you've seen them all. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I'll carry us into the next one. To prove he was right, the flat earther walked to the end of the earth. Eventually, he came around. <laughs> what happened to the fly on the toilet seat? He got stuck to the paper. Got peed off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Guys, check it out. I've been swapping labels around on my wife's spice jars. Oh, no. She may not know anything about it yet, but mark my words. The time is coming. There it is. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) 
Did you hear about the blind carpenter? He picked up a hammer and saw. <laughs> that was a good one. I want John to read this. Oh, no. Which one we got here? A drunk wakes up in jail. Why am I here, officer? For drinking, replies the cop. Great, says the man. When do we start? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, there was an Englishman, an Irishman, and a bear. The Englishman said, I like English ladies best. The Irishman said, I like Irish ladies best. And the bear said, I like bear ladies best. <laughs> hey, guys, what language do doctors curse in? Ibuprofen. Oh, that's good. That's good. Hey, what did the <laughs> elephant say to the naked man? How do you breathe out of that thing? <laughs> Why do cows wear bells? Because their horns don't work. I'm sorry. I'm still trying to figure out how to breeze out of that thing. <laughs> At the parole hearing, the officer asked, tell me, why should you be released early? The inmate responded, it's Beck, officer. Yes, inmate. I think I have, officer. Go on, inmate. Can I please finish my sentence? Officer. Sure, parole denied. <laughs> Dang. Uh, why didn't toilet paper cross the road? Got stuck in the crack. <laughs> you know, it's a shame nothing's built in the USA anymore. I just bought TV, and it said, built-in antenna. And to be perfectly honest, I have no idea where that is. Oh, what do clowns get turned on by? <laughs> it's, a, it's a clean list, right? <laughs> Balloon blow-up dolls. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Here's a, here's a joke I feel production Matt would deliver very well. I was feeling depressed, so my wife put her hand on my shoulder and said, Earth. And that meant the world to me. <laughs> I think you would have done a good job. I think so. <laughs> oh. I, think, I think I might be done. That might be it. I've started a boating business for my attic. The sales are going through the roof. <laughs> I'll give you guys a borderline PG-13 joke that we'll end on. Ready? Your underwear is much too tight and very revealing, I said to my wife. She said, wear your own then, dickhead. <laughs> That's a good one to end up. I just really like the uh, the no-show panty lines that my wife has. It's really done. Works underneath my underwear so well. Yeah, you can't have those lines. All right, everybody. So this brings us to the uh, part of the episode that we are very proud to share, and that is the Patreon shout-outs. Um, we are very pleased and very proud to have Patreon members who support us and very, of course, stacked to have ones who support us at the producer level and beyond. Uh, are the original, the OG Patreon supporter came in hot and heavy at the producer level, and that is Keith Jefferson. Keith is a self-described geek in his own right, an excellent father, and such a fan of the show, he made sure 
that we were able to pre-order and reserve an Xbox Series X and receive it on day one. Uh, the man is devoted to the show. We really appreciate him. Keith Jefferson, you're the man, and this is your applause. Thanks, man. You're the man. All right, the next Patreon member, Special K, uh, great dad in his own right, um, huge nerd, Star Wars, Lego, all things geek. Um, you know, I don't know what else to say. Uh, I'm not going to talk about my golf game with him, but, yeah, you know. he beat you there, too. doesn't matter, uh, <laughs> but uh, he's a great guy. Um, he's going to be the godfather to my son. Oh. So super awesome. So um, he has earned this. Yeah, he's earned a lot of it. But uh, here's your applause for uh, Patreon support. Sub- wow. Support. Support. He gets choked up when he thinks about it. How many of those of you have? Not enough. <laughs> All right. And then that brings us to the one, the only, the man whose name stirs so many thoughts of fine film cinema going and that is Rob Ryan. The man with two first names, so you know you can trust him, has been a big fan of John, uh, Jedi John, since birth, for sure. Uh, he is an excellent producer-level Patreon subscriber of the show. He is certainly into incredible board games that I'm sure he could tell us about way better than I can. Uh, he also has a bit of a green thumb as he is growing many things, including some fine jalapenos. Uh, jalapenos? Yes. On a stick. <laughs> On a stick. <laughs> On a stick. Uh, but he is the man who works for the government but still governs over his own awesomeness. That is Rob Ryan. You earned that, buddy. Oh, yeah, you did. That's all you. There's your applause. All right. And last but not least, how do we, how do we talk about the man who does so much for the show that uh, there's one way to describe it, I think. I think one uh, sentence. How, how would we how would we describe it? Oh, he is man. the. We named him earlier. What was that Iron God, Man it's, thing? It's, it's more of a phrase than yeah. a sentence. I would say it's like three words. Yeah. Uh, the man, the myth, the legend. No, uh, that's close. That's six. Something about Galactic Dad's fact checker. Yeah, <laughs> that's him. And then the I love you. How many thousand? Three. Three. Three, three thousand. Three. That might not be enough. Maybe not. But he is a member of the I Love You 3000 Patreon subscriber tier, which means he gets all of the awesomeness, uh, which we'll talk about in a little bit. And uh, He's been on the show. He was nice enough to join us while we were at the Comic-Con, and two show members were out. He filled in nicely. It was uh, awesome. He also will tell you, if you go on Instagram, that Brickin' Ain't Easy and that is an awesome Lego Instagram page. You know, if you have the instructions, that's not hard. <laughs> yeah. Have, have you ever Ikea Sorry, furniture? Sorry, comes, GK. <laughs> Ikea furniture comes with instructions too, John. <laughs> yeah, that's Language. Dirty mouth. Hard. It's fine. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, gosh. Otherwise, uh, TK will fact check it later. Oh, yeah. He'll know it. He'll know it. But yeah, TK, we love you. We thank honestly all can't thank you enough for all you do. Even the Irish listener over on another continent will tell you, you're the man, TK. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. Yeah. Thank we you. appreciate you. Thanks, guys. All right, everybody. Listen, as we finish these beers and say cheers, we want to thank you all for listening today. There was a lot going on. It was an awesome day to be a fan. And as always, it's always a good day to be a galactic dad. So, 
Remember, no matter where you listen to the show, like, rate, review, and share us. And uh, check us out at patreon.com slash galactic dads for bonus episode exclusives only to Patreon subscribers and much more exciting content. Plus, you get your hands on sweet Galactic Dads merch. We're talking stickers, t-shirts, hoodies, and so much more. So check that out. Until next episode, we thank all of you for listening and keep on doing the dad thing. See you guys. Peace. 